gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the internet. Here in the basement of the Great Hall of Justice are the most powerful forces for good podcasting ever assembled. This is the DC Superpowers Podcast. This looks like a job for Superman. To the Batmobile. My name is John Jones. I am the Green Arrow. Hey, Super Friends, welcome back to the DC Superpowers Podcast, issue number 89 for New Comic Book Day, January 24th, 2018. I'm your host, Ken Rose, and sitting along here with me in the basement of the Hall of Justice is my good buddy, Vern. Hey, everybody. Vern, how you doing, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, well, we had a Black Lightning come out, so I'm really, yeah. really good. We are definitely going to talk some Black Lightning. Oh, yeah, that, that was a great show. I'm... Well, we'll get to that in a second, but I'm doing yeah. great. How are you doing? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we, ju- I did. Um, before we get too start too far into this, we at the last minute as of recording, right before we started recording, DC actually just dropped. If you go to their YouTube page, the four panels that I told you guys about last week from DC in DC, they actually um, broke them down into the four individual panels, and they're up there now, so you yep. can watch them one at a time. You don't have to watch the entire five-hour stream. Yeah, exactly. I think that's probably why they did that. No one wants to just, oh, I want to see this. Yeah. Wait, well, just wait. Um, Star Wars, the Star Wars Facebook page, or YouTube page has done this when they've done Celebration, and they actually broadcast all of Celebration. Yep. They'll do a live stream all day, and then within the next couple of weeks, they'll actually break that down into segments. I think they're just starting to do that now on the YouTube Live in general. Yeah. So that's gonna be um it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna definitely go back and rewatch a lot of this. So um but we got a bunch of news this week. We do. Oh man, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of new costumes being or some costumes being revealed. Um some interviews we got here. A lot of stuff from T V, movies, and the comic books. Some new characters being um shown off. Yeah, and we got a so, little bit of details on some scripts, so mm-hmm. We got a lot to talk about tonight, guys. Oh yeah. Well, we're gonna start as we do every week in oh, the hmm. realm of television, and all but one of our new of our shows are back this week. Yeah, sa- I, and we do have Legends of Tomorrow news coming yes, up towards the end of this. I was gonna say, sadly, we can't get everything in just one week. I don't care if we see two shows in one night. I'm down. I know. For it. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know why. What did they open up? What's on Thursday nights now on the CW? Legends used to be on right before, or right after. Yeah. Um, no, it was no, it was on Tuesday night. No, no, after yeah. Flash. Arrow's on Thursdays. Yeah. What they put after Flash? Black Lightning. Right? Okay. Right. Wait. Yeah, that's what it was. They yeah, had Black yeah. Lightning. So they, for some they reason I was thinking Monday. Else, in, yeah, they didn't give anything else a spot up for. I think, what it is. I think I watched Black Lightning before I did Flash. That's for a while. Um. Well. I'm sure Legends was getting better ratings than one of the other channels. We'll see. I think Black, like, uh, Black Lightning and Legends are going to be their competition because uh, there's an article on here about how the last two highest ra- or highest viewed TV shows were Legends and uh, Black Lightning. So when yeah. they come back, let's see. Well, like we've said before and we uh, multiple times, Legends of Tomorrow is the basically um, everything out in the open. Just they are a campy comic book show. Yep. They know they are, and they just and they run don't worry with about it. it. They don't apologize. No. Um, Listen to other uh, guest reviewers. They say that's why I like it so much. They're just one of those shows you can have fun with, and you can tell that the story, the writers, the actors, everyone's just having fun with the characters they're playing and what, who they're writing for. Exactly. Wait, someone's watching our Facebook Live. Who is that? Is that is that us? Is that you? I can't see. It looks like you. I think that's you. Who are you? Watching now. No results. I think someone gave you. us a whole bunch of hearts. Oh, really? Huh. And that's awesome. Well, thank you, whoever you were. Yes. 
Well, we do have the Facebook Live going, so everybody watching on Facebook Live, hello, welcome. Uh, usually, this is going to be Thursday night, or no, Thursday nights, yeah, right. <laughs> Monday, Monday nights, nights, 7 o'clock is our normal time, unless we say otherwise. <laughs> and we will let you guys know on social media if for some reason something happens, we have to go a different time. But if you come and hang out every Monday night at 7 o'clock, you can see the show live and see the totally uncut, unedited. Mm-hmm. The raw, uncut footage That's of right. our live broadcasting. You see our setup right at the beginning. You can see the, all us kinds of Us preparing our stuff. prep, everything. Just You get to see a real us. And you can see <laughs> the basement of the Hall of Justice. Yeah. I, I think it does pretty good. The ever-evolving poster collection behind us, too. I would say, too. sadly, I should have moved that poster down. When I look, got it on camera, I'm like, oh, Black Lightning's head got cut off. We'll yeah. fix that next week. <laughs> so, um, but let's go ahead and get into some of the premieres from this week. Yes. And it started with Supergirl. Yeah. Um, well, we got the Legion. Yes. I really was happy about that. When the show first started, I'm like, man, she woke up pretty, pretty fast. And then as it goes on, you find out Brainiac is, uh, it's not really head, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked the, I didn't really like the look for Brainiac going into it, but after seeing the actor, the way he portrayed the character, I didn't mind it. I was like, yeah, okay. Eventually you kind of get. Past the look, and it just it's Brainiac. I think that's a thing with CW TV shows, though, now. Because yeah. it seems like every time they get a photo on-set photo reveal of some character, like, oh, my God, the costume looks terrible. And then you see him, like, oh, it's not actually that yeah. bad. Well, the, what it is is, like I said, the character comes through enough, and it feels enough like Brainiac 5 mm-hmm. that you don't actually um, – you don't end up with uh, – d- yeah. You end up <laughs> not even paying attention to what he looks like as much as actually uh, – just really getting to yeah, the character after a while. The, dude, this is Brainiac 5 live on TV. I mean, now, Monel didn't even look like his character in the books. Yeah. Well, the, none of their costumes looked no. quite like what they're supposed to. That I kept saying it looks like the X-Men costumes. <laughs> it did. Deletion. I agree. And it's like, wait a minute. The, what are they the doing over here? It's too much leather. 2002, whatever, the original X-Men movie. Yeah. Because they, they felt like costumes were too um, campy. Yeah. So. so. And now, 2018, you're going to see everybody, why are they wearing their costumes from the books? Yeah. Well, this was fantastic. We saw um, <clears throat> this incarnation. Now, this is not the first time we've seen the Legion in live action because Smallville did it also. The Legion? Yeah. They Jog had, my memory we a We had um, Lightning Lad, Cosmic Boy, and Saturn Girl came back in time, in, I believe it was, in um, Smallville. They weren't wearing their costume at all, right? They were just wearing like, I don't regular think, outfits. Yeah, well, yeah, I think. it was Smallville version. Yeah, I, so. I remember that now. Oh, wow. You jogged my memory. You didn't remember that? I did not. I've still slowly been working through... Um, Smallville. I think I'm halfway through think, season two. I think my mom finished it. For some reason, she she watched um, Legends and not Legends. I'm sorry, um, Smallville and Sons of Anarchy. Like right through, like two months. <laughs> like mom, why are you watching? All I watched this TV? like the first couple seasons of Sons of Anarchy, and then we got rid of cable. Yeah, I I got through a couple, and then when we moved, we had no cable, and I never really got back into it. Now I can stream it, but still, yeah. I got back into it. So, um, but in this episode, yes, we got the Legion. Mm-hmm. We got them fighting Rain because we know at the end of. Um, when we the last the episode, hiatus, she got her butt exactly. kicked by Rain, and Supergirl got knocked um, her into a coma, wiped all over uh, National City by Rain. <laughs> yeah, well, in this one, she's still in a coma, and um, Brainiac actually has done a um, a Brainiac a Kaluin, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? a Kaluin mind meld type deal, and got into her brain, which I don't know they could have done that with John Jones. That- I, we talked about that work. I was like, my, I'm like, I like that I see Brainiac Five on here, but don't you guys have Martian Manhunter for this? Yeah. <laughs> But we do get to see him in the fight. We and do get to see him awesome in the fight. Part. Yeah, he phases rain into the ground and they start fighting. Yeah, I thought about when he grabbed her. I'm like, of course he'd be the one to sneak up past yes. her. But since Supergirl's in a coma, 
the um, Legion end up having to suit up to fight Rain because Rain is still trying to destroy the city. And since they're from the future, they're on here for some type of mission. We really don't yeah. understand yet. We do find out. Um, I was listening to another podcast. I didn't know about the um, whatever they're calling it, the Great Destruction or whatever mm-hmm. it is that happened that wiped out history. No one can under- yeah. knows what happens. That's actually from the books. Is it? That's why that was basically a convenient way for uh, the writers to be able to write future comics without the having to pay attention to everything that's going on in the past because the ki- oh. the people in the future don't, don't know, what, know happened what happened in the, in the past. past. So nice. There's Good certain job. events that they know happened. Good job, DC. That they know that continued on. Like they know in um in the comic books it was Superman was right. the greatest hero of all time. Right. And this one they have it as Supergirl was the one that right. they, inspired them. Yeah, and which I don't mind because both of them play big roles in the comic books too was yeah. the um House of L. So, but um, the other big reveal that we find out, and this actually is a piece of news that we got this week, was um, that Rain is not the only world killer. Yeah, which was like, well, who else could it be? Supergirl? Well, no, what it is is there's multiple different um, ones that <clears throat> have worked with the Dark Kryptonians or whatever they call them. And uh, Entertainment Weekly today dropped a video or a picture of the second world killer, which is going to be called Purity. Now, um, we know that um rain which is um is not the only bioengineered weapon from krypton now uh, since this past episode but um supergirl herself will soon discover the news um the news when she ends up tussling with another world killer now entertainment we mm-hmm. ew.com actually had an exclusive on this first thing this morning and it wasn't exclusive for long yeah that's the way the internet works <laughs> we have um and the quote from that from um ew is this is an exciting episode where we we see Supergirl face off with the second world killer, Purity, played by or played brilliantly by Chris Marshall. Now this is from Supergirl's bosses Jessica um, Keller and Robert Rovner. Um, they, they said they teased that the um, this episode will be on February fifth. It says Purity is not what everybody expects, and their showdown is full of surprises. Now we know after watching this past episode. That Supergirl with Martian Manhunter and Legion could take mm-hmm. down Rain. They did. Yeah, yeah, they could. So you, they have to up the ante somehow in order to do this. And we know we only have um, four episodes before we switch to Legends. Oh wow! So this will be okay. the more than likely this will be the next cliffhanger. And then we're gonna as get we Legends, go through this and then we'll get Legends, and then Supergirl we'll come back, back to resolve this. So I'm wondering if the Legion's not going to be here for all four episodes. Hmm. Because they, they might... did not resolve their story at the end of this. Yeah, so they need to keep them on for a little bit so we can see what happens. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking, because they've already said that um, they're te- they've teased it a little bit on here. Mm-hmm. Because we all know that in the comic books, Brainiac 5 and Supergirl actually have a relationship. Exactly, yeah. Once she And they tease the that at some point they do want to explore that. And we well, could tell in here that she had some, what of a, well, he had a crush on her. And she gave him yeah. a little Google eyes after he walked by him like, this is going to be pretty interesting to see this uh-huh. on TV, and Monel is already in different relationships. So it's yeah, Monel's already. Move well, you got to remember, Monel. It's seven years in the future from right from us. So he's he had to married. move on. He's got Imra. He's all happy. He's living a new life. Um, and then the other one that they name dropped another legionnaire. I forget what name they dropped, but it's actually Lightning Lass is the one that she had to go to another planet <clears> or something they had mentioned. So it looks like we may actually get other um, Legionnaires on this also. Okay. I, I was hoping we could. I would like to say I want Bouncy Boy. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite character I want. Well, wh- they're not going to give us Bouncy Boy because we've already got um, Elastic Man on um, on Flash. But Bouncy Man didn't – Bouncy Boy didn't Elongated Man, sorry. Yeah. No, I said man. Bouncy Man. <laughs> uh, bounce, bouncy Boy didn't um, 
I don't think he had any stretching powers besides him just inflating his body into a ball. That was oh. literally it. Well, that's what Elastic Man could do. He can do. Uh, that's not his man could do that. It's not his only power, though. No. <laughs> Which we do see on Flash later um, in the thing. Was there anything else from Supergirl that you wanted to touch on before we move on? I can't really say. I think we cover most of what we need. Yeah. Um, now, like we've said before, we're not going to be hitting every point of every no. one of these DC shows because there are a lot of other podcasts that do it a whole lot better than we do. <laughs> yeah. And so we're going to get the highlights and what we thought was awesome about them. Um, like, obviously, the, Black Lightning, we're going to hit hard. That's today. what I was going to say. From Black Lightning today, we're going to go in depth on that, but the other shows are just going to give little points and details of what we thought was really good and what stood out. Exactly. So, um, But that's the big standout stuff from Supergirl this week for me. Now, the um, the next up was we moved on to Flash, and we get the trial of the Flash. Yeah, um, I, this, if you guys don't know, it was a book, too. Yes. Um, same name, same title. It, they change up the same, a lot of stuff yeah, in there, though. it wasn't the same details, though. No, a lot of different details. They just used the title of it because, well, Flash is on trial for the murder of, uh, why am I forgetting the Of the, the thinker. Um, I just wanted to say his oh, real name, name? Um, but... Um, Anyways, we'll keep going. I'll... Anyways, as we uh, went from last episode was the Christmas episode, we seen that there was the dead body of the thinker in there because he swapped brains with one of the new metas that was on the bus, and now he's living in his body. So they wanted to destroy the Flash's life, not just the Flash, but Barry Allen's. Yeah. And we could tell, we saw in this episode, even though... Clifford DeVoe. Thank you, Clifford DeVoe. Well, he's not really dead, but they think well, he is. Well, <laughs> no, his body's dead. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Um... So in this episode, we also got another character I thought was pretty interesting and scary. It was like that radioactive guy. Um, yeah, they were calling him Fallout. Yeah, Fallout. He was in the books. He uh, was powered up the Iron Heights oh, with okay. all the rogues that was underground. He was yeah. their power source. Ah, okay. Um, I felt bad for him because it's like I can blow up at any second. Wait, is that in the current book you're saying? No, this was because in the this current ones, just feel, like I'm gonna. We're gonna touch on when we get to the comic books. We're gonna um, basically give a review overview of a lot of the books from this from the um, two weeks ago. Yeah. Because there was no real major standouts. No, there wasn't. But um, but we'll see in Flash that once again the Rogues are running a criminal empire from underneath Iron Heights again. Mm-hmm. So, but go ahead. Um, but yeah, in this one, uh, Fallout also he I don't think he intentionally meant to rob the bank. He just knew that every time he walk around, yeah. people well, no, they he would did pass rob out. The bank. I thought he did. No, for he a hot came second. in, opened a savings account, left, and everybody was dropping to left. And okay, because right. I I was making cereal at the time when I was watching yeah. it, so I was like, no, I left the room, came back, he I was like, oh, I thought he committed a crime. Of. Oh wow, so he really doesn't know. Well, people no. started passing out. As Ken said when um he got cash out of the bank, and um the thing is he's bringing off this radioactive uh or radiation really, and people are being sick and dying from this and passing out. Mm-hmm. Um, but while they're still dealing with um Barry Allen on trial, we see Joe might want to go down a dark road. Yeah, well, we the interesting thing is it's um he's trying to do what Ralph Dibney got fired from the police force for doing. Yeah, and that's why he's working with Ralph. He's like, I'm gonna yeah. need some help for well, you. Well, we find Barry's on trial and he's not giving um the defense anything to help him with because he doesn't want to lie to the court at all. Yeah, he was literally but being his father. All, all over the questions or all the ways of proving that he didn't do this are solved by telling them he's the Flash. Mm-hmm. But he can't do that. Because that would put everybody in the all of his family and friends in jeopardy. Yeah, and this is why um, he was doing the exact same thing his father was doing. Because mm-hmm. his father was an innocent man, too. Yeah, but his father actually was trying to fight against it. He, he had no idea what was Well, Barry was on. trying to fight against this, too, without revealing yeah. he was the Flash. The, but his whole defense was, I'm innocent. Yes. Which... That doesn't help much. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But he was the, Really, innocent. the courtroom part of this wasn't all that great. If you look no. at actual courtroom stuff. Yeah, they... 
they kind of, I think, just said, oh, he looks like he's guilty. He must be guilty. There wasn't yeah, well, really no, a lot. Well, they, no, they had evidence for him, but um, the defense really did not throw anything up that would have um, repudiated what they were saying. No. Like, where's the, where was the wheelchair? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Barry had, like, ten people that were with him yeah. five minutes before this guy was found dead. They kind of went over some stuff, but all the people he was with was people that were there trying to say, no, he didn't do this. Yeah, but still, they... He, he had, had an alibi. People, yeah, he had an alibi. He had all these other things, and none of that was brought up in court. Yeah, and I thought it was kind of weird how the, even the picture of her uh, kissing... Oh, what was his name? Whatever the... Yeah, the new meta thinker. Is, yeah, the new thinker. <laughs> the, yeah, no one thought picture, that was just a like, little well, weird. We've been held... That's another one that was pointed out. This is actually all from another podcast that brought, pointed out some of these. that um, He was saying that... Um, that picture of her kissing this new guy. Yeah. And she says, no, well, my husband knew about this. We've been seeing each other for a while. That's easy to say, to prove that they've never it's like, met is there before. any proof of this happening? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess Flash had to go but to jail anyway. But it was a point of, yeah, we had to get Barry in jail, and we find out he is in the same cell as his father was. Yes, yeah, so you seen written on the wall, um, Henry Allen was here. Yes. Um, another thing I have noticed so that had me very curious on what we might see later on for repercussions, um, when Vi uh, vibed all the radiation yes. from Fallout into the sky and put it into a different Earth. Well, and um, Harry tells us that um, he's thinking real quick, wait a minute, Earth-15 is a dead world. There's yeah. nothing there. It's already destroyed. Send it all there. But is it? But exactly. What is there anything actually in Earth fifteen? Right. If there is, then some people are going to be pretty upset about this. Yeah. You wake up one morning with all this extra radiation shows up. Yeah. Oh, that would suck. Um. So that was one thing that stood out from there. I'm trying to think of anything really big. Um. Anything the other else? one was actually kind of cool. Was um, when Joe is trying to plant evidence to help Barry out uh. in the Thinker's house, and Ralph tells him, "Wait a minute." And Ralph is the voice of reason for some reason. Yeah, weird, how right? How does that work? It's funny how things get turned around sometimes. Yeah. Well, but Ralph um, – now, um, Joe took Ralph because he's like, well, you can just kind of slide under the door and unlock it from the other side. And Ralph just kind of puts his finger out, and it turns into a key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and now like, he unlocks it. And he's like, okay, before you do this, you're going to yeah. be so happy And then for he a describes bit exactly what's going to happen. That you got your you son on jail. But once everyone finds out, including him, you're going to start to think, man – if mm-hmm. I wanted to do this way, I could have maybe done it the right way. Maybe if I didn't do this, this repercussion would happen. So yeah. he's just like, you know, if it's going to be on your conscience for all this and you can have a happy life, go ahead. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, the flash ends with Barry in jail and everybody else is like, what's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, well, it's funny thing is while he was getting his uh, sentence, he was still out being the flash, saving the day. Exactly. And it's how and it's the, in the two polar opposites. Awesome of the judge uh, giving the sentence and... Captain Singh mm-hmm. giving an award to the Flash at the exact same time, and it bounces back and forth. And the judge talking about how callous and cruel, and you could he could saw no remorse in Barry and all this other things. Mm-hmm. Where um, Singh was exact opposite, how the Flash is awesome, heroic. he loves everybody, he's heroic. It's like they're talking about the same the guy savior. in two different directions. Yeah, so and it's sad because the real person of Barry Allen is the Flash. That's exactly. his real. That is the Flash. So um, it was kind of a very sad episode, but we we know he's getting out somehow. He's getting yeah, out. he's going to get out of prison, and um, the, he is going to eventually beat the thinker. Yeah. But we got to see how that works. That's the one sad thing I think about being like a comic book uh, TV viewer. It's like, you know he's going to get out. Yeah. Um, but I'm just wondering how. Oh, and next week we have um, him in jail, and we'll get to see a little bit of an insight from that. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering how many of the people he's put in jail he's going to meet. Are we going to get oh, yeah. cameos? In my head, I'm like, he's Barry Allen. He has put people in jail. Or he's not just as the Flash. Exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that. He's helped put people so, in jail. 
Um, and the next show that was actually on was Black Lightning, but we're going to hold off on that. Okay. Because Black Lightning is going to be a whole different discussion. Yeah. And so let's move on to Arrow. I was going to say, we had a little bit of news on the Oh, Flash. yeah, we had – I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I'm moving along too fast. <laughs> Slow down a little bit, man. Yeah. Um, Simmer down. Well, we got some pictures revealing what's going to be going on next week, and we got a costume for yeah. – Elongated Long Man is man. finally getting a costume. But doesn't actually look, looking at this, doesn't he look like Firestorm? Kind of, but he's if I remember right, aren't those the colors of Elongated Man? And Elongated it, Man had the it single the, stripe down the costume. Yeah, but it looks weird. <laughs> this actually looks more like Elongated Man than I thought it would. Okay, for me it just looks so strange. Now let's see. And this is the new. Uh, They're showing him from behind, and actually trickster, the episode right? where yeah, that's the young, the new young trickster. Um, I'm not sure who the girl, the woman is. But yeah, that's the that's it, Trickster. Let's see what it says at the bottom of this. It shows Barry in prison. Is this next week? Eh, oh yeah, this is what next Bill week's. Goldberg's in. So mm-hmm. this is next week's episode. Or actually, that's tomorrow night's episode. As that, yeah. When you guys are listening to this, this has already happened. But it shows Bill Goldberg in prison with Barry. It looks Looking like Goldberg's going to stand up for Barry. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I'm making friends with him. But and it looks like uh, on the other half, you have Trickster and someone else. That has Vibe and Caitlin um, Snow on stage on this game show thing with uh, Elongated Man actually playing the game or something. This this looks like a fun episode. This reminds me of, um, you, you were just watching the, the Batman animated are, series. This yeah. looks like a Joker story from the <laughs> animated series. It does, when they're saying this is Amunet Black, if you go down all the way. Is it? That doesn't look like her at all. Uh, where does it say Amunet Black? At the bottom of the first paragraph? No, no, no. New additions to the cast. So, Aminette Black is in the cast, but she's not in this episode. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm really curious. I was going to say, cause th- I'm like, that, that may be someone like we know. I got I to gotta find She it. looks familiar. Actually, um, just bring up the IMDb for this episode. And the episode is called The Elongated Night Rises. But looking at the different things, this actually, this is not a bad version of the costume for a Legends, co- for a Flash Arrow Universe costume. Talking about, now, uh, it's not full full one-suit spandex. No, it's not. Which is what Elongated Man always was. And I'm wondering here if there's going to have the fabric that can uh, expand with this skin. Yeah, they'll figure it out somehow for that. But it is just a leather coat and pants, which is the standard costume for Legend or for the Flash Show universe. Okay, let's see who this so, uh, is playing What do you got? Here. Uh... There, Prank. So that must be his, um, his sidekick or something. Maybe for Trickster, Trickster I'm and Prank up right now. Okay, just have her on there. Yeah, that's her. So I don't know. This may be a new character. That may not be. I feel like this guy was somebody from the comic books. Yeah, that it was from the she's, Batman. Is she the sidekick for Trickster? Yeah. Okay. She's his Harley Quinn, basically. Ah, okay. Is that the same woman? Is that the same woman that's actually playing in this one? Let's see. I, think I don't. It is. I don't think so. Let's see here. Oh, she was the Prank was in the original Flash. Yeah, TV and I think that's the, the same woman. Also. You think it's the same actress? Yes. Maybe, hmm. I don't know. I was gonna move on. I, we'll we'll, but, we'll, we'll let you guys know. Yeah. But I think this is the same actress that's playing it from the picture. She looks the same. Uh, here we go, right here. Actually, I'm really got? going. In, I'm really trying to figure this out. Uh, television. Am I right or am I wrong? I'm wrong. That's not the same one. Well, what's the at name? least not yet? Yeah. What's her name on? Um, who's the actress that played it? Crane Borer. Yes. Let's see. Uh, well, is that the one that's doing it now? It looked like her. Yeah, it looks like her in that photo that I just pulled up. Well, that's why you bring up IMDb for The Flash for this week. Now, this is great podcasting because everybody's listening to us <laughs> lo- do, do this search. Like, oh, my goodness, we're here. Yeah, that's her. That's her. So I'm they brought the original. Well, 
That makes sense because they brought Mark the original Hamill. Trickster yeah, back with Mark series. Hamill. He's on Earth two now. Yeah. And now we well, have the original prank is coming back. Well, he's on Earth 1 and Earth 2 because remember there was two different versions of him. One yeah. looked like our trickster we knew on our Earth. And then One's the other more one looks like Joker. Joker. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, like I said, we're going to skip Leg- or Black Lightning for the moment and move on to Arrow. And what happened on Arrow? Um, the team is still in a fallout. They try to mend and uh, stick together to save the city, which they do for a little bit. Yeah, they kind of have to because we're now looking almost like – um, Arrow has his own Legion of Doom at this point. Yes, they do. And all of the big the villains team... that he's dealt with that are not dead, the couple, the two or three that he hasn't killed yet, yeah. are back. And the team has disbanded. So since that's happened, they haven't really disbanded and all went their way, but it's, they separated into groups of three. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the three original team members there, which is Arrow, Diggle, and um, Felicity, and then yeah. the new ones, Mr. Terrific, uh, Wild Dog, and Black Canary. Um, in this episode, you kind of see Black Canary going a little bit of... They get a little bit more into her life, as in uh, how Vigilante's able to get to her better yeah. than what she thought. And her ex-partner, Vigilante, or and ex-boyfriend, actually, they end up going on a date. Mm-hmm. He's telling her how he's just... Um, he's a new he's man. Not, he's a new man. He's not trying to kill people anymore. Yeah, he's just injuring them and bringing them into the uh, the police station. Yeah, dropping like, off the police. <laughs> this is what we wanted from the beginning, so thank you. And then more she talks to him, like... Maybe something's up with him, but I don't think so. And then when she uh, gets a call from Team Arrow, they let them know, hey. We got video that all these guys are working together. Yeah. Although we did get, I would not be surprised to see Huntress in the next couple episodes. I hope we because do. Because we got um, her, her cousin fa- or running yeah, her cousin. shipping mm-hmm. was the main part of this. And that's who Arrow, because, I think, referenced when he said, can, um, you call, James, can you call your cousin or something mm-hmm. like that to help you? Well, Caden James is trying. Was he trying to ship something, or they have no, a he shipping? To take over the dock. Yeah, he? yeah. He he and his new bad guy partners mm-hmm. wanted to take over the docks, which the Bertinelli's still run. Yes, and um, we do get Huntress um, drops or name drops name in dro- here. Yeah, because we get um, we get Bertinelli actually mentioning how his cousin does that type of stuff. Right, and he says, "Well, if that's the case, can you ha- ask her to help you? Why are you asking me?" Which Arrow said, "Yeah, to, Arrow actually or Green tells Arrow. Him, Why don't you just bring in your cousin?" Yeah, and didn't he say something like she's busy or something like that? Mm, no, of course she is. She's hunting. So, she's got. She's worrying with the birds of prey. Um, but be- and, but d- given that reference, that I don't know, we could uh, see her anywhere show up in the Arrow universe. But that, that kind of brings her back up. Yeah, so it people does. can think about it again. And then all of a sudden, she's when she there. does show up, it's not a surprise. Well, as I did with Slate, even though he wasn't on the show, it's like yeah. we still mention him. Um, also, Diggle gets uh, he's feeling his hand back. Yes, uh, Felicity and um, Curtis are still working together mm-hmm. and still trying to. They said adapt they would always work together. Yeah, well, they're trying to adapt the technology for the chip that's in her back that allows her to walk to help Diggle with the tremors in his hand. Mm-hmm. And by the end, they do get, get they do get it figured out. Um, trying to think. Also, on here, we get to see uh, Arrow tell. Uh, Renee, why he did what he did, but it's also mm-hmm. like I would. The reason why I did this was because we both were doing this for our kids, so he understood him a little bit better. Um, and yeah, Ali actually was making some steps to try to um, reconcile this. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the episode, they're all in together in one room. They're like, "Hey, we, I mean, you know, we're all on the same side of the good guys, but we don't want to work with you guys yeah. anymore. Even though you're apologizing, we appreciate that, but." We're done. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. can't trust you. That's yeah. a trust problem, which makes sense for knowing that Colton Haynes is coming back at least for one episode. And, yeah. And, um, it's looking like Speedy's and back Speedy in there, too. Speedy will be back because Thea's already back, and she actually got a job as chief of staff for – or she's back in the mayor's office as chief of staff Yeah, again. taking over what – well, I guess before she got into the coma. <laughs> well, originally she was going to take Renee's job, which was the assistant. Right, uh, the assistant which I thought was going to happen, but so far but not no, yet. But no, instead she's just the chief of staff for the mayor. Um, And at the end of the episode, th- th- we find out – um, they have a new cave. Did they just totally drop the um, 
the whole idea that uh, Ollie's on um, on trial. I thought they they mentioned a couple times that the FBI is watching him and keeping things. Right. Going. I don't remember. Did they resolve that? No, or I don't is think it so. Still the thing out is still out there. Okay. They're just gonna. They're not focused on it as much. But um, we also got a new cave in the show. Yes, we got Curtis has um taken the old, uh, who was it? That was um Helix. Yeah, from, their old uh, headquarters. these old and friends. Repurposed it into the new what terrific cave? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, is this because whatever they your, call whatever they're gonna call their team? They it's should their call version it the terrific of the cave. cave because we're gonna have the new terrifics coming out soon. Yeah, this is a terrific cave mm-hmm. <laughs> or a terrific warehouse. Yeah, so uh, no, he said cave. Actually, we have our own. Oh, cave he did call now. it a cave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the very very end of the episode, I'm trying to think what was the last part. I think it was just how the new I want to say Legion of Doom <laughs> is uh now playing to completely take out the team Arrow. Yeah. So. They're moving forward with their plans. Yep, so that was the show for there. Yeah. So that was Arrow. Uh, we do have some Legends news. We know that uh, Legends' next episode, which is, it doesn't say exactly when the premiere is. I think this here is, um, hang on, the Legend Flash before heading to Legends. Um, let's yeah, see. during the Flash's uh, fourth season. Um, yeah, well, th- the news we're given is, um, it was last Friday... Uh, once again, Entertainment Weekly got the drop on that, or got the exclusive on this. Keenan Lonsdale, who plays Kid Flash, will be joining the cast of Legends of Tomorrow, basically to replace Firestorm. Yeah. He's replacing Franz Drommel and Victor Garber, who together were Firestorm. Uh, now, um, we we know that during this fourth season of Flash so far, Wally at one point, as soon as did, Ralph was brought in, Wally stepped off and said, you know yeah. what, I need to go do some stuff. Mm-hmm. He went, actually went to Keystone, didn't he? Yes, he did. He went off to Keystone, and then we find out in, in the um, worst tease in the history of TV that he actually took down Starro. Yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that, too. I want to <laughs> see a legend. The legends would be perfect to take down exactly. Starro. Exactly. So, hey, um, hey, question. What if he did? And that's what we'll see on this? Because, I mean, it is a time-traveling yeah. show. Who knows? That would be awesome. That would. But we know that Wally is joining the team, which we, a lot of people have speculated. We even speculated that that's, that's the good fit. I still don't want to see him here for the whole show. I want to see him on Titans. I want to see him in there for, an, for a season and then let him go to Titans. Yeah. I wanna, but they're not going to do that. I don't <laughs> think he's going to be on there. At least not this version of Wally. No. So, um, but we know that uh, he's been off – for so, now we know why he's not been on Flash because he's been working with the Arrow or with hey, the Legends people, probably getting stuff together there. Hey, what if what if this Wally West on here is going to be our Wally that we know, but in the Arrow or the Titans verse, they're going to be the new Wally that we know and just switch them. He's going to be the redheaded Wally. What on, where, on Titans? What? We got a redheaded Wally on Titans. That'd be kind of cool. So get the original Wally West. Right, we have this version of Wally um, here. So maybe one day you can do a little yeah. crossover. Well, it says here that Wally is not actually going to be back on the Flash at all before heading over to Legends. Uh, it says episode eleven is when he'll make his debut on the show, but he won't officially join the team until episode thirteen. Now um, he has showed up on this se- in this season's premiere of Legends. Remember? Yes, I do. Uh, fighting with-, with when Citizen Steel was mm-hmm. actually kind of based in Central City loosely. A little bit. He actually was working with Kid Flash a little bit while Barry was in the Speed Force. Yeah. Oh, they- there it is. Legend Legends Tomorrow actually comes back on February twelfth. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that's three weeks out. Yep. And so, we're, we're on our fourth um, but we know that Wally is going to be a perfect fit for the team. Um, it is exactly what. Um, what we were saying was going to be here. Now, the quote they have here on Entertainment Weekly, this is right off of them. It says, we loved working with Keenan in our um, series premiere. The episode in which we learned that 
in between seasons two and three, he had been fighting crime in Central City with Nick Zano's Nate Haywood, which is Citizen Steel. Mm-hmm. Or just Steel in this. I'm not sure how they're, exactly what they're calling him. Um, so when his character stepped away from Flash to go on walkabout, after being dumped and feeling somewhat estranged from his family and team, he, we knew that Wally West would fit perfectly on Legends, said executive producer Phil um, Clemmer in, in a statement. And he goes on to say, after all, our show is about a collection of unlikely heroes who will again or who all began their journeys questioning who they are and where they belong, only to find those answers while traveling through time and having having wacky adventures. Like I said, this is the campy side of DC on TV right now. Now, um, so now Wally West is not only back in the company of old friends from the Arrowverse. He's fighting alongside a former enemy and a career arsonist in Mick Rory and, um, um, yeah, Mick Rory, Dominic Purcell. Now, um, by the end of the season, Wally will learn that the legends have a different definition of what it means to be a hero. So this is going to be interesting because it's obviously going to see some major character growth for Wally, which we've not really seen a whole lot of, especially this season. No, his first season he was on the show, I did see a lot of character growth, yeah. but now it's like he's not even on the show, really. Exactly. So that brings us to Black Lightning. Yes. I'll let you start on this one. What do you think? I'm sorry. I had a, a little cough there. Um, I think this was one of the best shows they put out on the CW since The uh, Flash aired, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but I really love this whole entire episode. I've been waiting for this to come out for a long time. I think they executed him perfectly. They aged Black Lightning up just slightly, but they also gave him that father aspect that there hasn't really been on the CW shows. Yeah, this is interesting because you're getting a superhero – Who's actually like in his fifties? Yeah, because his oldest daughter is in her is 20s. already graduated college yeah. and she's working on she's in med school mm-hmm. to be a doctor. And his she's eldest daughter his is either I want to say a junior or senior in yeah. her high school. Um, and I just love the way they explored every, all the characters and everything. Um, we had a little bit of Tobias. Well, we didn't well, just a little bit. We even get to see the big villain, but we just got to see all the stuff Black Lightning has to deal with with the stress of trying to get his wife back, um, being the principal of the school. Uh, getting his daughters involved and everything, making mm-hmm. sure their heads are on straight. Um, and also, I'm wondering what's going on at the very beginning when he got pulled over. I'm like, is this a Tobias Well thing? This is something that I guess um, the producers uh, dawn over it. Um, Geekwatch One was telling us that um, she read the the um, creator mm-hmm. um, was it Salim Akil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is something that actually has happened to him. Uh, he basically okay. was pulled over for the the term that people always use is driving, driving while black. black. Yeah. And uh, I guess it is something that actually does ha- – I've never seen it happen, obviously, but I don't have that point of view. Yeah. But um, he was pulled over basically because he was a black man. And I was wondering, the, well, the excuse they gave him, I'm like, it seems like it's something a little bit more than just driving while black. Yeah. It seems like they well, actually the lady were in the looking for seat, something. Lo- w- her store was robbed or something. Yeah. So she was with them looking for the guy who robbed her store. Okay. That's what the like whole they... thing about what was the description Got of the it. guy. Yeah. I feel like they could have executed that suit. just a slightly better for making it more real life, but they might not want to go that far. Yeah, um, but they, I thought they almost went too far with it myself. But <laughs> I think they didn't go far enough, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that happened to him. Him even like having an all black school, he's running and he's making sure all his kids are in check. Nobody's doing anything bad. The school hasn't had any violence or anything like that coming. Yeah, into he's their... r- running a quote unquote inner city school. School, yeah, and it's not an all black school, but um, it's he's majority. Really, yeah, and he's targeting trying to get them to go to college, get a good well, job, the, look, the, get out, you, you get out, and don't go school, down the wrong um, road. In the city we're in now, there's only one school that was majority black like that. You yeah, actually went to went that there. high school. And um, was it that smooth running when you were there? No, no, not that smooth <laughs> running. Although we didn't get a, we didn't get that weird 
we didn't have a lot of weapons in the school, but as far as like being good, good kids, like the gang members that were on here, some of the school yeah. kids I went to school with did stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but the um, on the show right there, they just try and show them stay in the right lane, don't do anything bad. But then after you're on your kids for so long, try and tell them to go the right way. There's gonna be that one bad apple. Mm-hmm. Um, his youngest daughter on the show is the one bad she's apple. She's not the bad apple. I don't think. I think she's just kind of spreading her well, wings. Well, not her. Going, spreading her rings in the wrong direction. When is I the say problem. bad apple, I mean you're the you're the one child that's going. You're the troublemaker. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she goes out. And she's like, oh. she's trying to basically prove that she's not middle miss perfect to mm-hmm. everybody. And everybody else. calls her what the princess, the princess of the of high whatever school. High school, yeah. So, Garfield High School. Yeah, and so she's like, okay, I'm a rebel now. I'm gonna just go out. Yeah. Go to party. Well, her sister catches her leaving this fundraiser. Well, I thought to, it was so um, bad. She didn't tell go, her sister she where she was sister, going. Well, she told her sister, well, I, there's this house party we're going to go to, but we'll be home by 10 o'clock because the fundraiser is over at 10. It's oh, like, and you by be the way, his, eld- his oldest sister or oldest daughter, too, was also in a riot. She called it a protest. Yeah. I'm like, no, th- this is a riot. See, I thought it actually was a protest. It was just a very active protest. They were very actively protesting yeah. for the videos. I'm like, oh, but if you look it probably videos, was it a protest. Violent. I thought it was when they turned it. I thought there was some, like, fires going on. I don't know. I got to rewatch it. I thought it was. I'm like, it could have been a protest that went bad or they got her mixed up with somebody that was actually in a real protest. Um, But so that happened to him. He's like, okay, I got to pick her up from the police station. Then his daughter goes to the – other daughter goes to the club. He's like, can this – and he got pulled over by a cop. He's like, can this, like, not get any worse? Well, that – in the club she ends up going to – is the one that the um, owned by the one hundred is the bad guy. Yeah, in this. not the TV show guys. No, this the is for Black Lightning. Is the um the gang that's running the, the town. Yes, which is interesting because I don't think Tobias Wales in charge of the one hundred. I don't even think he is. He's in charge of all of the, the everything, gang, anything, the drug dealing, the trafficking, the which, everything. I was talking on Geek Watch One that I think that's a phenomenal way to do it. That it looks like they're setting up that the one hundred can be the villains for this year. Yeah, and Tobias Whale is the overarching everything. He would be like what the kingpin is. Mm-hmm. Even though that's why I was noticing in here. Netflix shows they got the kingpin right away. Yeah, they did. But if you do it where he's in the background, always running all of it, you got Black Lightning him. may not see him. May him not coming. come up against him for years. You yeah. can do three or four years of um, coming up against the one hundred or going up against the. Next I think group. he's probably gonna go up against one hundred. I might think the probably the yes. whole season. He will get some glimpses from Tobias Whale, but he won't be the main. He, he'll be the background man. Yeah, um, I do, like, and maybe season two he'll deal with Tobias, someone face to face. Yeah, well, the first time you see Tobias's office, he's dropping a guy in a tank of piranhas. Yeah, that is awesome. Well, in the new one, we uh, classic villain in new new comic books. Um, he still has this whole ship thing going yeah. on. He thinks he's out at sea. He had the well, everything's whale. Yeah, well, yeah. he shoots the one guy with the harpoon. <laughs> oh, speaking of that guy, he used to be. I guess he's the one hundred um, leader. He's the leader of the one hundreds, but he graduated from. Exactly. Um, Jefferson Pierce's tell the way he was talking to his son. Regardless, it was a violent way son. to talk. Oh, no, that was just I one think... of the kids in the that shop. Was just one of the... That was one of the recruits. Oh, it's okay. a kid that's, that's why he said, in, you teaching, ran them yeah. this way, let me run mine this way. I thought he meant yeah. just his being no. his kids. Oh, no. geez. I would that know. was just a young kid who was um, sweeping the shop, and you, you could see he's one of the guys getting groomed to become part of the game. Mm, okay. Well, the way he was Where teaching them. You started real young. Yeah, and then by as by the time they grow up, they know nothing else other than just being in the gang. If I was in the gang, I probably want to be in that one because I mean well, he was he he was putting some good uh, reinforced uh, yeah manners in him. I guess you can yeah, say. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know but, if they were good. Well, at least he would know to stay on his job but not mess around. Mm-hmm. Um, which, as one of the actual members did do, and that's the one that tries that gets was it Vanessa in trouble. No, Anissa. Anissa. She gets her really into it. She was yeah. just there literally talking to her for about five no, minutes. No, Anissa's the older one. Okay, so it is um, Vanessa, right? 
No. Oh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Anissa and oh, if you can look that up for me, Jennifer. I like you go. Je- Thank you, Jennifer. Um, Jennifer was just there at the party talking to that guy. No, for no, a little no. Bit. Jennifer's the older one, and this is the younger one. Okay. Well, Anissa, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna start call her Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, you're not there yet. Um, but she gets uh. She's talking to him at the club, and then a couple of the members of 100 walk around this guy mm-hmm. that she's been talking to, and she's like, what's going on? And they just say, come in the back with us. She's like, no, I don't know him. He's like, no, you're coming back. He's like, and I'm not involved. She's his girl no matter what. Yeah, and then. And it's like, she just met him 10 minutes, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and then there's just talking to her in the room. She's like, I don't need to hear this. No, you're staying. Like, you know you guys are putting yeah. me in the situation I can snitch on you guys, right? And then um, he says, well, how about your girl helps us make a little bit more money? She's like, oh, no. Well, you owe me this money, so why don't I take your girl down to the motel and she can make the money back for yeah, you? Yeah, and she's like, oh, you're just a little... <laughs> she starts beating she's on this like, grow, grow, grow a pair, kicks him in his pair, and then just leaves. They're like, oh, I like her. Oh, no, she doesn't leave. They won't let her leave. Yeah. Until oh, all of a well, sudden... Well, she tried to walk out. Her dad finds it, goes to the club. And by and the way, he's, he's not, not Black Lightning yet. Six, yeah, for like 15 or 16 years, he's never used his powers. No, he's... <laughs> been Jefferson Pierce for like 20 years well he's about. been Jefferson Pierce his whole life well yeah but I mean just principal yeah, he stepped off of um, away from being Black Lightning about 15 years ago they said and so he comes back and he's just trying to save his kids at this point yeah and he's and had a rough night I so he's already to just launch out on somebody because he, did you look at every time he swung a punch there's lightning. a little bit of lightning in the punch as, right. as it connects right <clears throat> and he um, turns the lights out and he beats up everyone in there except for when he leaves uh the cops come and they try to take him down. And he's already work. had a really bad day. Yeah, <laughs> I've already had a really bad day. And he, they shoot him with their tasers, and he's just like, "Oh, thanks he's for like, the energy." Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna shoot black lightning with tasers. Hit him with electricity. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and then he gets back to now. This was a character from the books. I think it was like his, uh, Gamby. Um, Peter Gamby, I think, was his name. Yeah, uh, and kind of yeah. how like Alfred was the. Yeah, he was basically uh, Black Lightning's outfitter. Yeah, but he felt more like more of a mentor than what Alfred had yeah. on um his parents. But um, we do find out later when he does pick up the mantle of Black Lightning again, Gamby has a brand new costume for and him. And I loved how they He's revealed waiting his for this. old costume. Did a flashback when he was in the store. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to be Black Lightning no more. And he's like, why not? And he sends him the email, and it's like, remember when you saved that man's life? And the guy was like in the store. He was getting robbed. Black mm-hmm. Lightning just comes and take him down. He's like, if it wasn't for Black Lightning that day, I would have died. I want to see my kids graduate. Yeah. I want to heard my uh, grandkids' voices. And I'm like, yeah, you saved the day, Black Lightning. <laughs> he's like, why did you have to show me that? So he's like, give me my costume. Yeah. He's like, no, no, you're not getting the old costume. You're getting the new one. Well, that and very much on this show, you get a lot of uh, references that um, of black versus white. Oh, yeah, this because was, yeah. There's um, one commentator on the news on the show talks about now the the yeah I love producers that one. of this show have already said this is not part of the Flash and Arrow world yeah that doesn't mean it's not part of the multiverse because you know Supergirl wasn't part of their world, world either exactly Superman Supergirl is not part of the Flash Arrow world yeah but um but we do find out they they do mention that other cities have superpowered beings that are called heroes mm-hmm. but you guys call the call Black Lightning uh, vigilante. A vigilante right because everybody's wondering if black because the crime is going up so much is Black Lightning back is he yeah. going to show up again and like we need him and the town knows they need him but I, as you said they, I did like that because like we have Flash we have Arrow we have Supergirl we do on these other worlds yeah but, but on this one I'm wondering what other heroes we're going to get a chance to see that's why I'm wondering like um, it'd be interesting if they just bring in like Static Shock and <laughs> or Green or Green Lantern. Well, that's another rumor that I know you heard was yeah. that we may get Carol Ferris and Green and Hal Jordan in this. Yeah, but we won't get them as. But we know who they are. Yeah. Um, 
I wouldn't mind seeing um, Maury McCabe come in as um, Vixen. I would love that, but we for, being what the demographic they're going for for the show. Yeah, I think that would fit wasn't perfect. there a rumor though they were going to bring Stack Shock in here. I don't know that that I think that's wishful thinking on our part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope at some point they do bring him on there, make him be his little sidekick. That'd be a great way to introduce yeah. Stack again. Um, but anyways, the boy that uh was trying to be Vanessa's man, his, her her. His, his her boyfriend at the time were for like Man, ten Anissa's minutes. Anissa's man. And he sucks, by the way. Uh, yeah. So he, he gets mad at her. He's like, "Hey, I just want to talk to you. I just want to talk to you." And then he brings a gun to the school. That's when Jeffrey and Pierce comes out, and he's like, "Don't you don't want to do this here? Not at this school." And by the way, his daughters can stand up, uh, stand up for themselves because yeah. I don't think they need any help. <laughs> they no. one already uh, knocked him down. The other one tossed him around. Uh huh. Um. And this at this point, he's like, "You know what? Now he's gonna he kidnaps his daughters and he's like, I gotta get my daughters back." Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna let this go. And knowing who his daughters are, and the leader well, of the 100, and um, his ex-wife, who they actually have a pretty good yes. relationship still. Yeah, they the just one that he promised he would never go back to Black Lightning. Yeah, the way they act, I'm like, you guys are separate. I mean, you guys are legit separate. You just don't live together yeah. because the love is still there. It's just yeah, you can see the I don't want to see there. Him. They just can't be together. There's plenty of couples that are like that. They yeah. can't be together. together. But they can't be apart. Part, yeah, exactly. And so this is one that it's a mutual relationship. They still either that or they've moved past where they where they were angry before. Yeah, and it moved on. Yeah, I, so it doesn't seem like that. Here's neither one of them has a girlfriend girls, or a boyfriend or nothing yeah. like that. They're just in two separate houses. Well, when the girls are kidnapped, he looks at her and says, "And she says, where are you going?'" And he's like. I have to get our girls back. And she looks at him and goes, okay, you do that. And throughout <laughs> the whole episode, the whole thing is why he stopped being Black Lightning was because of her. Yeah, he had she told saw her, him I can't do this. in that bathtub yeah. just bleeding out, and she's like, please don't ever do this again. Um, so he hasn't he hasn't became Black Lightning. He had one more night that he lied to her, and that's when she left him. Yeah. And he hasn't been Black Lightning for the whole 15 years, but now it's like, we got to get our kids back. She's like, yeah, go ahead, yep. suit up. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of business. Yeah, and so he gets to the um, motel that they're at where they're holding the girls captive. And I thought it was the stupidest thing. This kid, which turns out to be the cousin of the leader 100, mm-hmm. which was the um, student that Black Lightning used to teach, yeah. he's, he starts beating his cousin like, dude, you, you literally brought Jefferson Pierce's daughters here. And everybody knows where you're at. He's like, how, like basically, how stupid are you? Uh, yeah, the, the cops and everybody know where this, where the girls are at right now because you can't brought them right to the where everybody knows we run. And he pistol whipped them. I'm like, yeah. You kind of deserve every one of those. Uh-huh. And then he tells them straight up, take care of the girls and move and get out of here. Yeah. So basically, take them or shoot them or kill them, mm-hmm. bury them, and then leave. Yeah. You're well, done. He, that doesn't happen because Black Lightning yeah. gets there and he's right. And well, he cleans house. Yeah, he just cleans house. But now we see um, his student that used to be in his school go to Tobias Well. Goes uh, up the tr- food chain. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey. Didn't mean to. Before he can really get out a good apology, he gets his harpoon out and shoots the guy in the shoulder. And it's like, wow, that was excellent yeah. very quickly. Um, and he basically like, you know what? You got Black Lightning on our side, on our neck now? Fix it. Mm-hmm. Or I'll fix it. Exactly. Uh, the other one I want to talk, talk about is a little bit um, Detective Henderson that's in this. Now, in the comic books, Detective Henderson knows who Black, Black Lightning is, is and works with Jefferson Pierce. Yeah. In this one, the, he, they're friends with Hender, or Henderson. He and reminds Pierce me more friends, of a But Henderson does Gordon. not know um, anything about Black Lightning. Or that's the, that's that's the vibe I'm get. getting because I felt like I was watching Commissioner Gordon talk to um, yeah. Bruce Wayne or Batman. It's like, yeah, you, you guys are real cool with each other. You help each other out. He helps the city. Mm-hmm. He'll help you get out of trouble with the DA and all that. But – you don't know who he really is. You just trust him because he's a hero. Exactly. So th- this is a show that all of us are going to be watching. You guys oh, need yeah, to be definitely. watching it too because this and, is a totally different type of superhero show. And spoiler alert, this is the ending. His eldest daughter, um, Van- Vanessa, right? 
Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no. Not Vanessa. His oldest one is um, Jennifer. Oh, Thunder. I, I want to call her Jennifer. Thunder. See, this is what happens when you read. We got to learn these characters. <laughs> um, we got to learn these characters. But well, we well she does start to become Thunder. It seems yeah, like the toward end, the end of the episode. With all the stress that's going on, she can't sleep. She goes to after being kidnapped and stuff. She goes into the bathroom, is looking in the mirror. And breaks the um, sink. Yeah, it was like out of stress. She was like, well, as her Shatters, father. It seems like as her half. father was in the whole episode. When he was getting stressed out, his eyes would just glow. It's like, And hers started to, too, a little bit, I think. Yeah, and it's like her hands started glowing. And it was like, oh, boy. And she yep. broke the sink. And yep. like, wait a minute. How are you going to explain this? But that's the end of the episode anyway, yeah. so we don't need oh, to know. Also, they don't know her their parent her dad is No, the uh, girls do not know lady. that um, her their dad has powers. I'm pretty sure if they would known their dad has powers, they'd be like, oh. Well, I was like, oh, I... It, it's I happening to me, too. Room. Yeah, but now that she's like, I'm freaking out, man. What's yeah. going on in my body? Well, this was last week, and the CW had put out their um, ratings, and it looks like the C- the Black Lightning premiere actually came in at 2.31 million viewers. And this makes which, it the CW's uh, highest um, debut in two years, and the other one before that was the DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and that happened in 2016. Exactly. So it's basically on trend. It's say- showing that... Um, the the these CW um, superhero shows are tra- are premiering at the top of anywhere it because here, here's another they one they had two point three one million viewers for the premiere of Black Lightning mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow had three point two million uh, the Flash had four point eight million and Arrow had four point one four million yeah the so that's Fla- I mean it's lower than the other ones but that but for their whole every single show that they bring on to um, television. The DC shows are the ones that's blowing everything else out the water. Exactly. Well, it also shows that Black Lightning actually kept 90% of the audience that was watching Flash right before it. Right. And they said for the demographic of four, 18 to 49 demographic, it scored a .8, which mm-hmm. is huge for the CW. Yeah. Um, now, this was also in a really hard time slot because it's going up on Tuesday nights at 9. It's going up against This Is Us on NBC, which is everybody's like favorite. For some reason, everybody in the world loves this show. I've never seen I've it. I've never seen it either. It's not my type of show. I, yeah. But I guess it's the top show on TV right now. Um, then they got CBS has NCIS New Orleans, which has been around for a long time. Oh, is that still time. going? Um, it's been strong for a long time. ABC has Blackish on. Mm-hmm. And Fox has that new show, L.A. to Vegas. I got to watch that, by the way. So I'm it's a hard time slot to, cut, to fit, but they're still doing a strong rating already on one episode. Yeah. And- now what we see coming up um, tomorrow night as recording, but this week we'll see what how it holds that. I got to get my Black Lightning toy. Yeah. That's what's going to happen now. <laughs> well, you got to get it so we can put it here on the table. And that's why I was thinking, like, man, I could set up all the CW um, TV show characters, at least one of them. Right that's here. right. Instead of the regular Trinity, we can have the Trinity of um, – do you don't have all the well, legends I, characters though? You they don't <coughs> they don't make all the legends characters. Since they're 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 they were that underrated. They didn't even put out a toy for all of them. Yeah. Sadly. Well, that's where we're at for TV, which took up most of the time. So a lot of this <laughs> other stuff we're gonna get through pretty quick, probably. Um, next up is out of the rumor mill. Now, um, we don't know. That none of this is confirmed on this one. And yeah. It's been talking a long time that that. Ben Affleck may be actually stepping out as Batman. Yeah, I mean, ever since the whole Matt Reeves is going to direct it, it's been like, oh, so is he yeah. not going to be directing Batman? Does it mean he won't be Batman? It's been going down the hill ever since, and it seems like he is going to be dropping out as Batman. But um, it seems that the last role, rumor right now, take this with a grain of salt, guys, um, the film, the last film that Ben Affleck will uh, be in as Batman will be Suicide Squad 2, which is funny because he also appeared in Suicide Squad 1. Yeah. Um, and after this... There was another uh, article I read that Jake Gyllenhaal is being eyed to play 
uh, the new one. Once again, our rumor. Which Jake Gyllenhaal's a lot, what, only in his mid-30s, isn't he? I think so. Or, um, yeah, about mid-30s. So them establishing an older Batman. Now, th- I could almost see if they handed the mantle off somehow to Dick Gray. But no, they're doing That's what everybody show. was saying. The only way I can make any sense, like I said, this is a rumor. But the only way I can make sense of this would be if when he comes back from Flashpoint. He comes back younger. Yeah, just because Flashpoint. I mean, well, reading Flashpoint, Flashpoint book, you still, saw what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so many things were different. Flashpoint, we're still not sure when or if it's happening. But oh, it's they happening. just hired. Well, they just hired a new um, directing team for it. Mm-hmm. Which the one movie I've heard that they direct or that I read that they directed really didn't do well, and the other one hasn't isn't even out yet. Their first second. Yeah, season. and I think the producers didn't. Wasn't the producers for Homecoming actually supposed to be on here too, or the I writers? Think maybe. I think for um, so. As we said, take it with a grain of salt, guys, but it's all supposed to be coming from director uh, Gavin O'Connor. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. It makes sense. Oh, it makes sense, they say, because Ben Affleck has worked with Gavin O'Connor um, before on The Accountant, and this is the director that's going to be making um, the new Suicide Squad movie. So, mm-hmm. it makes sense since they worked together before, but this doesn't really mean anything yet. But, talking about Suicide Squad, we have a new trailer for Suicide Squad, but it's yes. the new Suicide Squad mo- um, animated movie. Yes. Which... Is looks the next pretty the newest good. one from Warner Brothers Animation to get an R rating? Yeah, and I think it looks now, really good. Now we've got um, the Killing Joke was R rated, right? Was that the only one that's been R rated so far? I think so. Well, was because Harley Quinn Batman was PG thirteen, correct? I believe so. Uh, let's see here. It says uh, here that no, Justice League really Dark was also R rated, which I don't understand. The only thing oh yeah, that was radar. Dark, it was radar. The only thing I think that I saw in Justice League Dark to make it R was the language. Which was really yeah, I said the same thing. I feel like the Killing Joke. I could see how that could be radar. But the way they did it, they didn't have to be rated R. No, but compared to what Just Lee Dark was, I was like, yeah, there's a lot more murders happening. I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. This is Suicide Squad Hell to Pay, which is um, the 31st movie in the DC fi- um, animated movie catalog. No oh, man, they came a long way. So yeah, I thought I was trying to keep up with all of them. I'm gonna have to. That's a lot. I think <laughs> I've missed a total of four movies that they put out. Okay, maybe three. Um, but no, I, I saw the trailer, and it's interesting to see. Um, it's all over everywhere. Yeah. And the trailer's not R-rated, so you guys can watch that. Yeah, it's the Green Band trailer. Yeah, it's a Green Band trailer. But it's interesting because the team in this is um, Deadshot, played by Christian Slater. <laughs> um, Zoom, which it, they don't show him in the trailer at all. At all. So I, so I was mad they kind of released that because I was like, I didn't need to know that. But he's played by C. Thomas, C. Thomas Howell. Taylor now, there Strong was. is back for Harley Quinn. Okay. Um, and then Liam McIntyre is Boomerang. So that's the three we know that's on now, the team. Now, in the New 52, the there team. was a reverse flash or zoom, whatever you want to call him, was on the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And okay. Sacrifice. Well, you saw that. Sacrifice his life and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so the three that are almost always there are there. Yeah. As, I, I, I what you were saying, they call that the Trinity, Trinity of the Suicide, of the Suicide Squad. Squad. Harley, but Deadshot, adding and to Captain the team, Boomerang. They're adding um, Billy Brown as Bronze Tiger. Mm-hmm. Which, as in the comics, he was one of the original characters back when the first comic book was being made. Mm-hmm. Then we get also Copperhead. Which is a little weird. And who was the... Th- oh, Killer Frost. Yeah. Now she's a... I think she's becoming now a mainstay. This is the third... Which is the second time I've seen her on the team. Okay. I almost... I kind of like her on Justice League of America right now. I also liked her on Suicide Squad. In the comics that we saw... Uh, was that last year? She was in the Suicide Squad attack, assault on Arkham with okay. Batman. Um and now she's in this one, so I, I like Killer. I, I like Killer Frost in this. Well, the other one we can see in this is that um, we get 
uh, skinny Amanda Waller. I don't again. like her. I don't like skinny Amanda Waller. But we get I want Vanessa, the wall. We get Vanessa Williams playing Amanda Waller in this, which I think she would be a good voice actress for that character. Yeah. but it but just this does does not look like look the like wall a, from comics no. and what we've seen in animated. Oh before. no, no, it looks like the new Fifty Two version. Oh, okay. See, like it comes back again. That, um, <laughs> uh, are, yeah. Is DC right? Like I said, I think DC right now in their uh, animated shows are um, just going for the whole New Fifty Two thing. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting until they get They're, past. Yeah, it. the animated hasn't moved past the New Fifty Two yet. So, um, but that's the, the Suicide Squad held the pad. I don't think on there it says who's um, when it's coming out yet. No, not yet. So we know that's coming later this year. Uh, we got, but we're still waiting because. Uh, Oh, what's the one that's coming out right now? Um, oh, Gotham by Gaslight oh, yes. comes out at the end of the month. Yes. And then after that, we're going to have our animated or anime um, Batman film. Yeah, Batman Ninja. Yeah. So. Which we've seen. Then it looks like this is going to be the next one up on the list. Yeah. And then this so one this may is probably come, midsummer sometime or that's end what I'm of summer. Saying, and, yeah. At least by fall. Because mm-hmm. um, they're coming out three or four of these a year now. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Well, next up, more we Suicide Squad Brothers. News. Well,. No, well, kind of, yeah, kind of, kind this of. This is in the realm of Suicide Squad because it's Margot Robbie. Um, there, I guess Warner Brothers is um, now working on a Birds of Prey, not Gotham City Sirens, for Harley Quinn, which I don't see her as part of Birds of Prey. I don't think she's going to be in there. I think she might Although, be their villain. They got to remember in the Birds of Prey cart or TV show, she was the villain. She was the, the main crime villain. boss. Yeah, those Doctor Harley Quinzel was running everything. So I'm cool for being in the movie. Um, once again, I'm probably gonna make her anti-hero because you gotta think about it. In the movie of Suicide Squad, Batman was chasing after Deadshot, but who became the star of the movie? Yeah. Um, so we'll see how this goes. But for right now, they're making a Gotham City Sirens instead, and I don't know who the heck's gonna be playing everybody in here. We'll find out. And to be honest, well, with it you, did say I don't um, even know if this is gonna be the main one they're going to make. They yeah. might change this again. Well, it says that last month Margot Robbie said that she was working on a new movie featuring Harley Quinn and her um, girlfriends, but it wasn't Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. So that's why everybody's wondering. Um, and it looks like a, um, Warner Brothers is working on three movies that feature Harley. Uh, the most obvious is Suicide Squad 2. We know that's coming. Yeah. But um, what would be the other ones? Maybe um, a Joker movie, but Birds of Prey looks like the, it says the next. Um, the next is a new announcement. Birds of Prey and Transformers of Bumblebee writer Christina Hudson is writing the script. So, seems Margot Robbie is also a big fan of the Birds of Prey, which makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Um, so, if she does, she will. And then her opposite of this movie, they say, will be Batgirl. So, she's going to be the opposite. They may play this. Question Would this be the first movie we actually saw where the, maybe a villain and the um, hero can be the two main stars of the movie? Possibly, because so you got to remember in Birds of Prey, um, Huntress has not has always been a tweener, kind of. She's been more no, of the she's vigilante, a vigilante side. but I wouldn't call that a, a tweener. I mean, well, it depends on which incarnation you're looking at. Yeah, because to me, Margot Robbie, she's an antihero. Yeah, like a complete antihero. Like she's a villain, but people like her. Same as Dead Shot and really the rest of Suicide Squad. Um, Huntress is more like just vigilante. She does things you're not supposed to, but she's still on the side of good. Harley okay. on the other side. Only does good if she's not going to get her neck blown up. Yeah. So. Well, um, no, because that's only if you read the Harley Quinn comics. That too. It's totally different. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got a little bit of possible casting for the Shazam movie, and this kind of ties in with Suicide Squad too, because we're supposed to get Black Lightning in Suicide Squad too. Is it? Yes. Okay. Well, we got. I hope um, we don't. I hope we don't. Honestly, yeah, I don't. But, I don't see him fitting in Suicide Squad. Well, we already had him fight a magic character. Somebody I heard say so. We're supposed to have them all together, humans fight 
Shazam. <laughs> like weird. lightning blast, lightning blast, lightning, lightning yeah. strike, and you're well, done. Um, we were just talking about this is us that's going up against um, Black Lightning. Right. Well, the star, one of the th- stars of this is us, Ron Cephas, Cephas Brown, Cephas, yeah. Cephas Brown, or Jones. Jones. Sorry, yeah, you Ron go. I was, I was Cephas Jones um, is supposedly in talks to play the wizard mm-hmm. in Shazam. Um, which is funny because be they call take. it. I love how they're calling him just the wizard now. Yes, because he his name was is the Shazam. Shazam. Um, now, this actor, I've seen him before. Some of the i got to look up his picture here. Yeah, look him up. I saw him last night. I was like, oh, it's that guy. I don't exactly remember is who he, he played in these does movies. Does he look like he would... No, this is a completely different... Um, you, once you punch him up, there's a completely different look for what we're uh, used to seeing. I'm fine. Well, I'm, the wizard I'm is cool an immortal. This. He looks like he's True. 9 billion years old. True. So, maybe he might be a younger look for him. Um, but or yeah. they just age him up. Either way. Put a little bit of gray in his beard. But uh, the... Actor. That could work. Yeah, that's why I say it could it, work. But he's got to have a beard. Beard, yeah. Because I mean, he's, he's in his sixties, down to his toes. Yeah, a long, a Moses beard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the movie also, um, he gave the powers they say to Black Adam, which I think there was something going around saying, I if I can find the archive, I can bring it up. They said they might actually have an appearance from Black Adam in Shazam. Just even it's a little bla- backstory. Origin, yeah, if, of how Billy gets his powers. In almost every telling of um, Shazam's story, mm-hmm. they show. Black Adam. The wizard actually tells Billy some there was of the one before of you. the uh, power and stuff. Yeah, and it's usually there was someone and before you. so Black you. Adam is mentioned in there. Right. So they say they might get a little glimpse of him on there. And how the I'm power corrupted him. Exactly. Which is basically a uh, cautionary tale to Captain Marvel saying that this is what could happen if you're not paying attention. Right. And with him having such a good heart, it's like, I don't think it would happen to you, but keep that eye out. Mm-hmm. This might be you one day. So that one's actually a rumor, but the next one is Mark Strong has, Strong has actually because we mentioned that Mark Strong was um, playing a role in Shazam. Yeah. Well, it's all it's confirmed at this point he's playing Doctor Savannah in Shazam. Um. Yeah, and he was with uh, what is this the contract contact music uh, that confirmed he has officially signed on the dot line. Yes. And there's a couple quotes I hear um, of Mark Strong saying he is going to be playing an evil man. Uh, called Dr. Savannah, and they are always been best characters to play, not the most fun, Strong said. I was Sinestro and Green Lantern. We're not going to get into this one too much, but he said, which I thought was rather a good film, but it didn't do as well as I wanted it to. Well, see, I, like I like I said, we've said this back in the day. Yes. I enjoyed Green Lantern. And I can still rewatch Green Lantern. They tried to do too, too much, much yes. in one movie. I agree. That should have been a trilogy, in my opinion. Yeah. Separate them. Um, he also says, I have unfitted business with DC in the world because of that. Mm-hmm. I played pretty well evil character, um, and I did that, and he was meant to have even a war. It was supposed to even get worse as a second one, but that never shaped up. Um, and he says, I think I get a chance to play again in Shazam. At least I hope I do. Yeah. And he says, funny, uh, strong ad about a young boy who can become a superhero but still remains a young boy. It's the uh, elements of big. There's elements of Stranger Things, and I think the original comic outstand, outsold Superman, Superman in, the 40s. in the 40s, which we talked about that before. Yeah. Um, and there was – trying to find the one more thing. Oh, and this is another thing to say. He's been trained like a madman, which I've heard a lot of these um, actors do for the role. Mm-hmm. And I quote – I am about to go over and see the um, stunt guys. I've been trying to do all my stuff and try on all these harnesses on, and I think I'm going to be a lot of flying around and firing electricity from my hands. That's that, the one I, you said and I have you, not seen that happen before. 
That's a, yeah, Dr. Savannah never had powers. He Not was a like mad that. scientist. Yeah, and as I said, the powers that he did get in the New 52 books was just he can see magic. Yeah. It was his eye that got like a lightning bolt on it. That was cool because he could incorporate the magic element, science element. I thought it was pretty interesting. But this sounded like they're going to make him Shazam almost. Yeah. Um, so, um, and the funny thing is that at this I point he know. also talks about the secrecy around the script of Shazam. He said it's encrypted, watermarked, and traceable. And the quote directly from him says, if you stop reading the script for 20 seconds, then the whole thing goes fuzzy and you have to start all over again. <laughs> Everything is watermarked and traceable, too. So it has the technology built in where if your eyes move away from it for 20 seconds, all of a sudden you can't, you can't see, see it anymore. can't see the script anymore. It's a secret. Yeah. Not yet. Um, but I, I think he's It is pro- scheduled to start shooting in Toronto next month. And actually, there you go. That's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Just boom. I can see magic. Um, but – yeah, I think he's a perfect. I I like. I think I'm gonna like him better in this than I did him as Sinestro. I thought he was a great Sinestro. Yeah, I thought um, Sinestro was a good character, and all the characters were good characters in that. Um, in uh, yeah, in Green Lantern. Like yeah. I said, the whole problem was for me was it was just too much um, there. They tried to do too much, which like we said um, for what's going on for next um, coming up soon. They're gonna. They're trying to fix that because they have a lot less people trying to direct what's going on. Yeah, it's, just leave your hands out of cookie mm-hmm. jar. That's how. Excuse me. That's a bad outfit. I love that. That's not what I wanted. Wait a minute. Uh, so we're having a little technical oh, sorry, difficulty, guys. guys. There we go. <laughs> now that I've fixed it for the moment, let me. But the reason they should played um, Superman is because we have Superman news. Now, we mentioned last week, we know that uh, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, we know what he's doing for his first story at DC. He's doing a backup story for Super, or Action Comics number 1000. But we also know that um, the, that Jim Lee is drawing it. Yes, and there's something good about what he's doing. The interesting thing too. now is it looks <coughs> like Superman is getting his red trunks back for this. I'm hoping it's just for this. One book. <laughs> and we... I like the red trunks. I mean, it it separates everything. It gives it a good feel, good flow. But it's outdated. It's outdated. Like, no. I love the old school costumes, but as far as the underwear on the outside, I'm like, that was with the strong They're not men. underwear. It's, they're see, tight. I'm a pro they're, wrestler. They're wrestling. Oh, straight. Look, look out the, the window. Look at my we, we got It's all those ads, man. I know. Um, Where did that one come from? Entertainment Weekly's always. No, really. Got, they always. <laughs> I know that it came from Entertainment Weekly, but. <laughs> I'll say thanks, Captain Obvious. Um, but as far as the trunk, I'm like, no more. Just, just give him some tights. Just, just give him some tights. Yeah. He has the red belt. But I think it's cool that they are going to bring back his original gear from what started all this. When it's something that's been going on this long, bring back the original. Let mm-hmm. them know where he came from to where he is now. Um, I can't wait for this. Um, we're going to have to pre- – I really think we're going to have to pre-order this. Yeah, Probably. We're gonna have to pre-order everything that's available for it. <laughs> I, I I really think so because like this isn't one of those things. Well, this is they, remember they're releasing the hardcover, big thick version of this. They're, this is gonna be breaking the bank to do it is. this issue, and it should. This is a breaking the bank type book. Yeah. So um, we know we're getting the red tights back, and uh, as more information about issue one thousand comes out, we will let you know. Uh, next up on the list, still in comic book news and um, book news, we have now Deathstroke versus Batman coming. Being done by Christopher Priest and Carlo Pagulian uh, in April. This yeah. looks like a new miniseries. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a showdown between the Master Assassin Deathstroke versus the world's greatest detective. Exactly. Uh, and the cover for this looks awesome. Yeah. And the covers are actually <laughs> being done by Lee Weeks. What do you got? 
if you've heard me complain about how Arkham Knight was cool, but they could have done a lot better. The last time, uh, it says in this article, last time uh, Batman just punched him. Yeah, just knocked him out. I mean, it was that was a terrible scene in the game, I and mean, that was a terrible level. I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, well, and this time, uh, well, this well, this time, uh, Deathstroke writer in general, all around genius, um, Car- uh, Christopher Priest is writing and may go slightly different with the Hulk and Deathstroke artist uh, Carlo uh, Pegulian. Pegulian. Uh, the artist also um, Lee Weeks on the cover expects for the first issue Deathstroke and Batman to be officially announced later this week in April. Or later this for week, April, for shipping. April, yeah, 2018 shipping. Um, so we're actually going to get some justice here. Yeah. Um, and then later on, the rest of the article, get, we know who all these characters yeah. are, but that's all we know so far is it's going to be Batman versus Deathstroke. So. Um, real quick, what happened in the um, video game was, remember I said they played too much as the Batmobile and you didn't really get, you didn't get, you got too much Batmobile, not enough Batman. Okay. In my opinion. So when he was um, hunting down one of these uh, teams of trucks and, armored tanks deadpool or deathstroke was wow deathstroke was one of the guys that uh was the leader and he's fighting him taking down the um the tanks and everything then they get out of there and guess what happens hmm. the fight scene is and it cuts to a punch and that was the end of the level <laughs> or mission and i'm like that was it in the last game they went really good into uh deathstroke being deathstroke this one was bad but now we get a book for it so here we are exactly um and then the last piece of news we have is actually Comic book and TV news. DC is actually... Now, we saw this last year. Um, no, two years ago with Rebirth. When yeah. Rebirth was put out, they put out um, t- ads, ads on ads. TV. Well, they're doing the same thing for this new age of DC heroes that's coming out with um, the Terrifics and the um, Immortal Men and the Silencer and Damage. Damage came out last yes. this past week. Have Next week, one. we will be reviewing, reviewing that. It. So, um, But, yeah, we have... Um, DC now this is from DC Comics it says the DC universe is bigger and better than ever with the arrival of the new age of DC heroes and now DC announces two 30 second ads spotlighting these new titles that will run on TV networks across the nation now this is on actual broadcast TV and cable TV mm-hmm. and the first ad i guess features damage the silencer sideways and the terrifics yep now the interesting thing is i forget which book it was but one of the books last week uh, mentioned the silencer yeah uh, i don't remember which one it was there was a lot of the books that had the they're slipping these things in there now so it looks like they've been there forever these things are a lot thicker now yeah the silencer well no this was actually in the main time during the oh really okay they mentioned because the silencer is a um assassin She's actually um, you said a more better assassin than Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Uh, to where, like, everybody knows Deathstroke, and they know yeah. what he's done. No one's ever heard of her. I like the fact that we have, and it's like, this is a good way to put in a new character. How, is yeah. you, how are you better than Deathstroke? Well, you heard of Deathstroke, haven't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how good she is. And sideways <laughs> is... Uh, he really does look like Spider-Man, though. He looks like Spider-Man, but he basically travels through the multiverse. Yeah, and I was like. reading some. He's still in high school. He's like, oh, my mom's going to kill me. I'm going to go. And he's, like, just falling out of the sky. I'm like... This is a group power if this kid knows how to control it. Uh-huh. Well, it looks like the ads are slated to run in, it says, 40 million homes on the major networks, including TBS, El Rey, Sci-Fi, Adult Swim, which I didn't know they had their own network, but uh, True TV and TNT, and on the CWTV.com and the CW app during the, um, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and Black Lightning. They're also going to run online on Google, YouTube, Facebook, and Reddit. Mm-hmm. I didn't Reddit has ads. Well, I don't read Reddit much. So. Reddit, I, I want to say years ago it didn't, but I 
Okay. I think it had regular well, ads, but now it's really good. Yeah, popular. we know that this isn't the first TV promos that, that we've had. We had them for New 52. We've had them re- for, for Rebirth. Rebirth. And this article actually shows a couple of old ones back from, like, in the 90s. Yeah, they got some from the 90s. Uh, some. I want so to say they D- have some DC has done this too. before, and it obviously works, and it brings a lot of mainstream looks and eyes on to what's mm-hmm. coming up. So um, keep your eyes out for that. This should be starting anytime soon. Um, now it says the issue, de- the debut issues of the New Age of Heroes, like Damage, The Silencer, Sideways, Terrifics, Immortal Men, New Challengers, The Curse of Brimstone, and Unexpected are um, available. It says in at comic shops, but they're not available yet. Damage is out. That's the only one that's out so far. It looks like February is when we're going to get most of it. Okay. So, but that's the end of their um, TV shows. See? See? (laughs) You should have got it when you had the chance. I should have got it. Vernon just looked up the Black Lightning action figure. And um, he had a chance to buy it for 20 bucks when it first came out. And he can't do that now. It's $129.99 on Amazon. Nope. So, getting into our comic book reviews. Uh, there, like I said, there, there was, was no a major lot standouts this year. There was a that lot had of books little that things in it, but nothing really big stood out like these so metal we're, crossovers. We're going to give you an overview of some of the ones we like the best. First one I'm going to start with is kind of a sad note is um, The Midnight Hour from Superwoman number 18. Now, um, anybody watching the Facebook feed can see the cover of it. This is the final book for Superwoman, and they actually gave her a send off. Yeah, it was. Uh... This one's interesting. It's, a fe- it's kind of sad because I'm just like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Well, Superwoman, if you've been reading Superwoman, has been fighting against, I believe it's, is it Midnight? Yeah, Midnight, which is a cyber character. Mm-hmm. And um, she's beaten Midnight. She's freed everybody that Midnight had capturing and digitizing people and um, planning on using for to try to force Superwoman to um, give up her power to allow Lena Luthor to escape. And still looking really good in that suit. So, yeah, she still looks awesome in this. But she's freed everybody, but she's still stuck in this digital realm with um, with Midnight. And um, the major parts in this is um, her body's still there, but Midnight is um, Midnight and Supergirl are in, or Superwoman are in her head. And it looks like the two of them together, they find out, have to work the body. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because they go and um, help Natasha break up a uh, – was that – uh, where is it? Home invasion. The people were um, burglarizing a home, and Superwoman and Natasha get in there and break it up. And uh, this whole time, Midnight is figuring out what what it's like to be per- a person, have feelings, all these. Yeah, because she's feeling what Super Superwoman. Yeah, and I like how she had her own little S on her chest too. Who Superwoman? Um, no, wasn't that? No, her? that's Natasha. That's the. Um, see, I haven't. I thought, <laughs> she, haven't I thought she felt like touched no, her that's and went Natasha. into it. Okay. But as you're going, they're talking back and forth, and Midnight is learning, like I said, all these things. We get later on, um, John Henry and Lana are in a um, cafe, and a little girl comes up to Lana and asks her for her autograph. And here, what it is, the little girl knows that Lana Lang is the science writer for the Daily Star. Yeah. Now, she, the, Lana Lang is a um, jack-of-all-trades type character. She's an engineer. She runs a farm. Yeah, of uh, course. She's a science writer for the Daily Star. And she's Superwoman right now. Yeah. Well, that's going to change up a little bit. Sadly. But um, then the amount of pride and stuff she feels after writing this and being recognized as a writer, um, Midnight feels this. And she's like, wait a minute, that's awesome. And so they're moving on. Eventually, they find out that um, the only way for um, Lana to have her life back is to get basically uh, Midnight out of her head. 
Yeah. The only way for Midnight to be able to leave is if she's destroyed. Yeah. And um, the only but and she decides, you know what? She sacrifice. She says she would sacrifice herself. But in order to do that, they have to. Lana has to basically give up her powers, send them through Midnight, and that would will destroy Midnight and clear her head. So she ends up doing that, and um, Midnight leaves her, and we're left with Lana, Lana Lang just, with no powers. Yeah, just back to being Lana Lang, and that's the end of the book. Oh, so and it looks series. like at the end of the book also, John Henry and Lana, the way they're talking, they may be moving towards a more permanent, permanent relationship. relationship. Yeah. So one day she may have to become mm-hmm. Supergirl again, or Supergirl, sorry, so, Superwoman. What do you want to start with? What which one would you like to review? Oh, uh, we got a couple we can pull out of. Uh huh. We had well, one. In, what's your choice? I say Titans. You want to go to Titans? Yeah. Titans had some great stuff. Titans number nineteen, and let me move this so you can. I'll let Get you a little bit in here. For some reason, you didn't buy Titans, which is weird. I know. I didn't get this one. You're usually on Titans faster than I am. Yeah, and here we basically get Roy Harper still on his solo mission. And, and he's basically breaking up drug racketing. And I love how he's doing that because of everything that happened in the past uh-huh. of, well, one of the best stories was the whole um, drug act with being and, Roy Harper in the uh, Green Arrow and Green Lantern crossover books. And uh, the whole time he's actually talking to Donna, who we find out later is on the Watchtower. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get a flashback to what happened and why they're not together right now. Right. Well, right now we see the and Batman Justice League just members. being a jerk. Yeah, you see the Justly members here. This is not our talking to the Titans, and they're bickering. Oh, they're Dan arguing. Abnett writing it. That's why he, I don't know. If <laughs> Dan Abnett may not have gotten the the memo, memo. <laughs> that um, that Batman has actually softened up a little bit. Um, one here, um, we basically get Batman jumping down the Titans' throat, especially Dick Grayson saying how this team's not doing good and just harking on them. Mm-hmm. Treating them like their kids still. Well, it's because of all the stuff that happened with Troya. When yeah. Troya showed up in the last um, story arc that just finished and up. And we already knew that. And we had Simon and all these other guys that took over, and the Titans almost lost control. And we already remember, if you remember from the annual, they, Batman and other Titans, especially Batman told Nightwing, watch out for her. And he's like, oh, she's my friend. I'll take care of her. Yeah. Okay, I'll trust you. Don't let anything bad go wrong with her, which it does. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is they're, um, they're having problems with saying how um, the Titans – should be watching more. You know that um, Donna Troy has possible, possible problems. Pro- yeah. And you know that Wally is not physically, should, should not, not be, be fighting um, or fighting being right flashed right now. Because right he's got heart problems. Why are you allowing him to do this? And now we're back in Brooklyn right now. We're still trying to see um, Arrow get to bomb of who's selling these drugs. Mm-hmm. And then we get back now to the Watchtower and uh, Troy and, or not Troy right now, Donna Troy and um, Wonder Woman are having a little bit of discussion right now on if it's the right thing to keep her here right now, knowing what her destiny is. And uh, you see Dick Grayson walk out because uh, Roy said something out of turn, and Batman basically says, you're going to follow my directions or whatever. And <laughs> Dick looks up and says, I believe we don't answer to you. Yeah. Um, so after that happens, the, there's some more bickering in the room. But Well, and then well, what it is is Superman then says, as soon as they're like, we don't answer to the, to the League, Superman says, no, metahumans all answer to the League. league. Yeah. Uh, so Dick Grayson, to our example or something like that. Dick Grayson storms out. The only person out there to uh, try to talk to him is uh, Batman for some reason, and he says, "I've been on my own for a while now, Bruce. I've never needed your approval of anything, even here trying to lead the Teen Titans." And he says, "I've risked my neck and for you as Robin and everything else in the past." Um, and as he goes on, he says. He has a legacy to follow. And then I think at the next but yeah, this is when we get a little flashback of um, when he was robbed and he told Batman he is going to lead the Justice League one day. Batman tells him, no, 
Or is it? I'm going. No, he, no, he says, says I'm going to be, be a part of the Justice League. Yeah, I'm be a point. team member of the or member of the Justice League. Batman tells him, "No, you're going to lead it." Yeah, um, and that's what gets Dick thinking. Wait a minute, and he asks him straight up, "Did I do it, or have I disappointed, I disappointed you? you?" Yeah, and Batman doesn't say anything. But it, it's weird. I, like I told you, reading this one, it was strange because Batman in this feels like the Batman from uh, the Justice, Justice League Unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah. And what I've heard that about hard, from, but... from the books before that. <laughs> yes, and also in some Very of the much previous just, anime series, animated series. Yeah. Not I... as much the Batman the animated series, but more of, like I said, what you saw in Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see um, Wonder Woman now talking to Troy, Don Troy and uh, Bumblebee, um, telling them uh, like, not to worry about anything. Troy is gone, and everything's yeah. fine. And Wonder Woman's telling him straight up, is like, you know what? Yeah, she's gone, but we got to make sure that she's gone. Right, and then you hit, get Wally and... Uh, Barry talking to each other, making sure he's okay with all the uh, his position on the team right now. And as he's far as everybody knows, Wally still has a heart condition, which he doesn't. Right. He already died and came back. Came back, yes. Um, Multiple times, obviously, at this point. <laughs> several. The, the flashes seem to just – think... death doesn't stick. I mean, you know, when you're running that fast, you can kind of – I feel like your soul will be like, I'm dying. Oh, look, there's a portal over there. Now I'm going to jump back in my old mm-hmm. body. Because <laughs> Barry's died, what, three or four times at this point? Yeah. Wally has died three or four three times. Three or four times. times. Now, I've not read enough Bart. Has Bart died a couple times already? I don't say he died. <laughs> yeah, he died once. He died in the uh, Teen Titans run, and then he came back. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> death doesn't stick to a speedster. They don't wear it well, obviously. No. And then this is where we get the call from – um. Roy Harper talking to um, Don Troy, and she's on the watchtower right now. I'm wondering if it's because they want a little bit of protection from her. I wonder Woman's request. Well, that's where they're doing the testing, looks like. To see if she's really gone. Now, uh, as we get um, – no, I'm sorry. Don Troy tells him he's, she's got to go. Roy says, I got to go too. Then he's about to take down these drug dealers. Uh, then turns out the uh, they already got a um, one up on him, and he starts to jump off the building and runs right into fire. He looks like he's getting blasted by bullets right now. So yeah. hopefully Roy is alive in the next book. And this was the trial of Donna Troy. Exactly. So um, Titans, it's interesting because um, with with Dick choosing to disband the Titans or something or put them on hold. Mm-hmm. It seems you know, like. Where are we going at this point? Yeah, it seems like. That's what's going to happen. Because if they're going to Watchtower, maybe um, Don Troy is just one of the few characters that went up to Watchtower with mm-hmm. them. Um, I think – let me see. There, I was I like, I don't through. know if there was there – was refer- There was a reference in Red Hood and the Outlaws that I wanted to see that I wanted to Which mention. Which one was it? But, um, th- was this the one where – yeah. Um, it was just – it's awesome to see that Jason Todd in this mentions having, I believe, four brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. The um, Rob – his – his brothers. Yeah, he, t- he mentions having four brothers, which would be Tim, Tim Dick, Dick. Um, Damien, and Duke. And I at think. this point, I think they're counting Duke, Duke as, part as of one it. of them. Yeah, I do too. Well, if you look right here, that's who's sitting yeah. right at the table. We're going to get to Batman the Signal here in just a moment. I don't know, you dropped something. Did oh, you have your chapstick? Oh, yep, that fell on my pocket. Okay. That's what happens well, when you wear jogging pants. We're going to get um, Hal Jordan the Green Lantern Corps number 36. Now, the four original Earth Lanterns. Mm-hmm. Kyle, no, I have Guy, um, Hal Jordan, and John Stewart have been fighting against the controllers who are, have returned yes. to save the Guardians, which there's six of them at this point. You, We've gone from the, a bunch you said the to controllers two to save the Guardians. To six. No, the oh, the Lanterns, Lanterns are trying, trying to save, to save the, the Guardians. Guardians from the, okay. So, um, but the main part of this is we get back, we get the Guardians of the Universe uh, being freed, and they beat the controllers. The controllers disappear. But um, the main stuff I wanted to bring out of this one was at the end of the book. You have the Guardians deciding that they um, – the legacy that the Guardians have had is that they were 
dominating and they were totally aloof. No one could talk to them and they right. failed. Well, um, Ganthet has decided, you know what? I want to change the legacy. There's not many of us left. We are going to die off. Mm-hmm. So, but before that, we can actually um, make the Guardian name stand for justice, reason, and decency. And um, when he does that, he says, our true immortality will be the, the works that we've left behind. This will be our legacy. And you see the six, land, um, the six um, Guardians get transformed into the red and white robes you classically see as Guardians. Yep, that's the one we've been wanting, or the ones we're used to seeing. Exactly. Well, the next page, you get to Space Sector Triple Zero One. Now, this is a returning character, or returning characters. Yes, this is um, the the council now of, they have seven um, um, Dark. controllers. Oh, okay. And the controllers have always been the, um, they actually were, the controllers and guardians were the same race at one point. Basically, yeah. But they took different paths. So this is a good and evil guardians, basically. Well, I love how we didn't hear we had the Martian, or the Manhunters. Yeah. For the Guardians. The Guardians originally the had controllers that. Have. And the controllers are bringing back their own army of Dark Stars. Yes. So Dark Star is going, or the Dark Stars are making a return to the comic books. Yeah, as I said, when you said, have you ever heard of them? I'm like, no, I haven't. And then I had to think about it. I was like, wait a minute, didn't Donna Troy, wasn't she a Dark Star one time? She was. And the next um, issue is Zod. Exactly. So Zod is, Zod is all over everywhere. So because we know um, there was another one. Yeah, there's oh, in a, action comics, Zod yes. is coming back That's there again. Where, um, but um, I don't know. We're going to talk action at all? It, well, we don't have to, but there was at the very end, um, since uh, Booster Gold and Superman are bouncing through uh, these times like this, the last time they uh, do this, they come across the era where Zod is the ruler. Yeah, they get, when they come back, when they was hoping to come back to our, our, our timeline, because this whole book is Booster and Superman in uh, Booster's home era. Which we find a Booster's father in here, and it doesn't. It looks like Rip Hunter right now is not his father. Um, by the way, the artist on here also did the Teen Titans uh, New Fifty Two. Oh, okay, Brett Booth. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, we find when they come out, they actually end up coming out to this place that has multiple sons, but a giant statue of Zod. Yes, and it says, "In Zod, we trust" is the next one for um, action, which is Action Nine Nine Six. And we'll get the they kneel for that before soon. Zod. Yes. But um, let's get into some Batman and the Signal. Or do you want to wait and do that one last? What's the, one, what's the other books we would need? Well, the other ones I picked out to do was possibly just touch on Harley Quinn. Okay, they can touch on Harley Quinn. And, and um, do Justice League of America because there was some, weird. there's some metal. This is the one. It's weird. Batman and the Signal is supposed to be from the pages of metal. But um, Justice League of America had more metal references. Yeah, they did. That's why like, so, but I, I could, I'm still trying to figure out how this exactly yeah. relates to metal. I, I have a theory on it. Your idea that you had the theory. We'll get to that here in just a moment, though. Well, next up, we have Harley Quinn number 34, which is Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti's last book mm. on Harley. Well, they did uh, do another special that came out that this week also, but the last main title. And the fun thing is, Harley um, returns to her parents' house, which is in Florida, and um, obviously she gets on the way there. They end up getting in a bar fight, and um, she and her friends, Poison Ivy, Harley, um, who's that? Little Tony. Yeah. And... That's Madame Macabre, isn't it? I believe. You're asking me that's this one. <laughs> Madame Macabre. I, okay. But um, they end up in prison, and obviously Harley's parents come up to save her, or to b- bail her out, and they end up back at her house. Um, and you get to meet Harley's family, her three brothers, her mom and dad, all with Harley and uh, Poison Ivy. Um, now, well, her mom's Harley's mom's talking to her, and then later on in the evening, you find uh, Poison Ivy was playing spin the bottle with the boys, and she used her knockout lipstick. 
Oh. So the boys are all sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, and it's funny because Harley points out how it's like, her littlest brother's only fit 13. And uh, Poison Ivy's like, don't worry about it. He was asleep from pizza overload way before the game even started. <laughs> so, uh, but they um, take a car and take off. And um, it was Harley does. After that, they obviously everybody went to bed. Harley steals a car and goes to this place called Triple H, the hyena, ha, hyena, or the holiday hyena haven. That's, she's looking for babies. She's, then you see a cage that says Bud and Lou. Uh huh. And, and you we find, know these here's guys. Her, here's the jackals. We've not or her hyenas. We've not seen them in long, long no, time. No, I haven't. I've seen some in the video game, but in there they were even stuffed hyenas at that point because well, time. We found out that this is. Um, the reason we've not seen them is because she dropped them off at this rescue place to uh, because she knew that she couldn't take them into the city with her. Yeah. So she didn't know. What so um, and the funny thing is she's like talking how one of them one of them's wearing the cone of shame and she's messing with them and they obviously still remember her. And they show her the back of the cage has the bars bent and they go through and find the next pen over has some lady hyenas. And some puppies. So Harley is all nuts about the puppies because, um, one, she loves puppies. Yeah. Two, she's a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> her babies had babies. That's right. And she wants to take the puppies home with her because they're puppies. And you um, you don't read Harley much. No. But if you read Harley, she has a zoo in her house because every so little she, cute little animal she takes home with her. So she's like Ace Ventura. Kind of. <laughs> but um, we see that um, – but moving on here – um, Poison Ivy talks her out of taking the puppies home where there's like, fine, okay. And as they're leaving, um, the, um, they have one more stop they have to take. So they, they go home to, um, her house, to Harley's parents and say their goodbyes. As they're leaving, they have one more place they have to stop. And you see a mailbox and it says Connor Palmiotti on the top of the mailbox. And here, this is Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti's house. Nice. And, um, Harley grabs well, her mallet out of break. the trunk. Exactly. And basically goes through and smashes their house for all the stuff they've put her through. Cause, and she mentions in here, it's like, when you took over this book, all I had to do was say little one-liners, and I was just a sidekick for Joker. That was it. <laughs> I didn't have to do anything else. It, my life was easy. And look what you did to me. And look what you've done to me now. <laughs> it was great. Fourth wall break. Um, but after they get off, they get um, they get done with the two of them, which was – that was my favorite part of the book. You get – Harley and Ivy out on a boat, um, just relaxing. Uh, let's see. Talking about how life is never all that simple. Um, and the, the, the funny thing is the last, the last thing was, um, because Harley's been, brought her stuffed beaver with her the whole time. And he mm-hmm. actually talks to her because she's Harley and she's nutso. Yeah. I love how a lot of times they call her, a lot of people just call her nutbags. That's <laughs> their little cute little term for her. Cause she is. Yeah, she is. She's totally nuts. And she says, and thank you for remembering my beaver. And um, Poison Ivy says, nope, not going to go there. That's why I made a <laughs> face. If the beaver says, want to bet? <laughs> I just made a face like, uh, where are we going with this, guys? Well, the beaver says, want to bet? And then um, Harley just tells her, Bernie, behave. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> and um, next week, we will get the next issue of Harley Quinn 35 with the new creative team, which looks interesting already because it has Man Bat in it. Ooh. This is what well, we had heard. That oh, yeah, Harley because Quinn is joining the main continuity of the DC universe. Yeah, and I've seen her looking something like a man bed. I'm like, hmm, this is yeah. interesting. So it'll be interesting to see where, because Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti have basically done Harley Quinn for what, 10, 15 years or something like that? Maybe 20? I don't know. Some, it's been a, 
basically since They're she started digits. into her own stuff. So next up, uh, we have two more real quick we're going to hit on. Uh, one of them, Justice League of America number 22, which uh, the main ones I want to hit on is there's some actual references to events of Dark Knight or the Dark Knight's metal in this. We have um, the beginning of this. We have poison, or um, Killer Frost come out showing she's cured. We find out she was cured by the um, the voice beyond the mirror or um, what were they? What was Batman calling it? This is the oh, this man. person is the it. reason Lobo's on the team because Batman told him I need help with might be on the mirror. Mm-hmm. Ah. And I forget her actual name. Uh, let me look it up. She's a um, Norse god, I believe. Uh, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? As we look for it. Yeah, as I look this up, um, for, no, Freya was her sister. Oh. I'm looking for it, too. And I am your queen. Oh, uh, Soritza. Okay, I was wondering. And she's the, um, yeah, she's the mite they cast behind the mirror. So that's the villain in this. But some of the stuff she talks about, she wants to, um, oh, where to go? Because she talks straight up and mentions um, the forge. The forge. Oh, it's, the... keep going. It's a little. You, one more page. Go one more page. There you go. There. Yeah. He, she says that um, the mortals were never the beloved people Freya thought them. But from Immateria, we can guide their imaginations. We can make them so. The forces of creation are in flux. Upheavals in the dark multiverse threaten every life on this world. So that's talking about um, the dark multiverse coming over and all the actual events of dark Knight's metal i believe there was one more reference to it in here also but i missed it somewhere but this book actually is showing that this right now is taking place during dark Knight's metal um and then the last one we're going to talk about is actually from the week before this yeah and it was batman and the signal and somehow this got past both of us and it was a pretty good book yeah even though it's totally different because the signal is now what duke is going to be called because he fights in the daytime but since this is his book now we're actually getting some of the Robins also. Yes, from we are, we are the Bat family. And them. Yes, we're getting yeah, well, we surrounded by Duke. In the Bat family. With the um, family breakfast. Looks like they have this like once a week and for breakfast, the entire Bat family shows up. And um, he's talking about how um, he doesn't even know how where he's going to game, what name he's going to get. Because all the good Bat ones are already taken. <laughs> because you got to think, sitting around this table, you have Batwoman, um, Batwing. Robin, Red Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood, Batgirl, Orphan, <laughs> and Batman. It's like, okay, where am I going to fit in here? Yeah, seriously. No, so we end up, his name is Signal because I guess he has, I didn't realize he had powers. Yeah, well, and remember, um, and this is was my theory. We we're trying to figure out, and we're going to keep going on this book, guys. If you if we keep going on here, you probably have me scratching your head, or if you read this book, you're scratching your head, like, what does this have to do with uh, Dark Knight Metal? But this happened, uh, Duke Thomas figuring I even had powers was from um, the Dark Days casting. Okay. And that was like a prelude to the um, Dark Knight's Metal. Yeah. Um, and in there, um, he found out that the Joker told him something about you is why I picked you out and had your mother go crazy. Cause I knew that would bring out the, your powers or what what's inside you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, well, Duke has powers, I guess. And it looks like it. Um, now, some of the other characters... Now, we find out Duke works during the day. He's the only Bat family member that actually works during the day. Yeah. Which the people, when he actually saves this bus from these metahumans, um, start going, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be here. The bad guy, daytime's supposed to be safe. We don't have any bats during the yeah, day. Get, we don't get have out of villains here. during the day. <laughs> and they're trying to run him off. And we find out that there's a bunch of kids in Gotham that are developing metahuman powers. 
which is new because Gotham doesn't has a lot of crazies, but they don't usually have metahumans. No, they don't. That's the weird thing. I'm like metahumans and. And Gotham, that's not mm-hmm. some. That's a flat. They have that's other DC here, villains and stuff. Yeah. but they don't have a lot of metahumans. Well, what would Poison Ivy, Clayface be considered? Our curiosity. I don't know because they well, no, they weren't natural metahumans. They weren't. I think in this metahumans are actually were born with the gene, and somehow it's turned on. Ah, okay. which is I guess what Duke is in this. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah. Seriously. Well, you did you read We Are Robin? No. Okay. I, because I say, was this a character from this, this detective? I, I tried to get into it when it first came out just to check it out. And I'm like, no, nah, this isn't going to happen. Okay. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a detective comic. I think it came out around. No, was this detective in We Are Robin? Oh. I've never met her before. Uh, um, she was in, I swear I thought she was in um, Batwoman. Okay. Let me see if I can get her name. Assis? Or AC? Yeah, AC is her first name. I don't know where she came from, but she's a one-armed detective. And it looks like she switched from nights to days now. And Gordon yeah. shows up, and it, obvi- it looks like it's obvious that Gordon actually um, works night shift. He's the uh, commissioner, but he works night shift because that's when all the crazies come out. And that's when Batman comes out, one exactly, of the Exactly, one of his best friends. <laughs> but um, he get, hands off a new case to um, the detective because it's a case where um, these kids, out of nowhere, are developing metahuman powers. Yeah, it's like they're just... It's like a cell, a disease almost that's going around. And no, yeah, she's just a daytime detective in Gotham, that's all. Okay, where'd she come I guess this is her first appearance. This book right here, this is her first time being shown. Okay, that's interesting. Well, um, then we move on. We're in Duke's apartment, who's living with his cousin because his parents are sick. And uh, they're actually crazy, if I remember right, aren't they? Yeah. um, They're they're not in Arkham, but they're in a mental hospital. At least his mother is. Um, but he's got his girlfriend and another girl that are in the room that were part of Robin's with him. Yes. They even mentioned how, um, he graduated and they didn't. That's one of them right there. Yeah. But they were part of the team of, we are Robins. Um, but he, from there he ends up find, going back and finding that, um, Bruce had had him go to the Lucius Fox center and, um, they found he has a new, um, bunker for the signal. Yes. And he's actually called the hatch. It's like, wait, does he get his own bat cave? That's basically what this is. And this is where he also gets his, um, he tells Batman what his new name will be and how it will be the signal. Yeah. We also find out that um, this detective, this is setting up a lot of things. So I'm wondering if this is going to be an actual full-on title or is this going to be a mini? It looks like, no, it's well, a three Well, for now issue, it's a miniseries. It's a three-issue miniseries. Maybe it's going to set it gets, up a lot of stuff. Yeah, we'll see how far because it goes. Because we do have um, these kids that are developing metapowers. Um, they've turned, uh, what, one of these places, uh, let's see where it is. It was, I believe, a, um, they turned it into, oh, the, the old solarium. They've turned into Juvie Arkham, basically. It's now called the Arkham Juvenile Detention Center, uh, which is basically a, to allow kids with metahuman powers to be put, be jailed. And um, she's there. She's trying to find out to get in. The detective is to sample the water, find out if there's something there that's causing these kids to get um, powers. Well, the signal is waiting around the corner, sees this happen, and we find out his power is basically to see in a different spectrum of light. Is that what it is? I'm like, can you see? Is he seeing weak points? That's why, well, no, he can see in a different spectrum. um, So he can see what has happened, what will happen from seeing different versions of the light spectrum. Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, what is he finding here? Weak points and things? So he's able to watch the, um, the guard after the girl lady leaves. Punch the code to get in the door or see what code he punched by seeing the pass a little bit. 
And um, he gets in, looks down, and finds um, the cells are empty for some reason. And then he gets knocked down, and you see um, some of these inmates have been let loose. And um, it looks like, basically, they, someone has let the inmates loose to take him out. And that's the next um, The next issue is Batman versus the Signal. Right. I wonder what the last one would be. But that was the Signal. That was that. And that brings us to one place left to go. And that sound can only mean one thing. It's time for our weekly trip to the comic shop. This week, as every week, the comic shop is brought to you by the Shazbots. That was their song, The Comic Book Shop. Check them out on Facebook and iTunes and um, over at Shazbots.com. Let them know that the DC Superpowers podcast sent you. Now, we have 13 new books for next week that are in the basically main continuity. At this point, it's not just Rebirth. It's the main continuity of DC Comics. Yeah, it is. So um, the only ones we don't usually do in a pull list, in case anybody's um, new to the show, we don't we don't usually cover any of the digitals that are going to um, or the digitals that are kicking over to main titles and yeah. um, a lot of the miniseries we don't cover. Yeah, like the injustice. Stuff, uh, yeah. Injustice we don't no. we don't usually do the pull list. These are the main continuity titles. Um, and the first one on our list is Action Comics issue nine hundred and ninety six. We're getting there. We're so close. Booster Shot Part Four. Superman and Booster Gold are out of time, and they've been found. And they found themselves marooned on a strange planet sometime in the future. So, why does this planet uh, infrastructure look like Krypton? The answer shakes the Man of Steel to the core, and the ruler of this planet reveals himself. The son of Zod reigns supreme. Ooh! So that's who it is. It that makes sense. We bring in Jonathan, though, maybe. Ooh! And have yeah, son, him, of, son of um, Superman versus son Kal-El of Zod versus the son of Zod. Yeah. Um, the art is done well, by Will Connard and written by Dan Jurgens. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in oh, here on you, but um, the interesting thing is actually Zod's biggest rival was Jor-El. So right. This one, you get the son of Zod versus the son, son of Jor-El. Jor-El. Look at that. So um, that's going to be an interesting. Oh, it's going to be good. This whole story has actually been pretty good. Yeah, it's been it's been a weird but fun. Yeah. Or odd but fun, I should say. Mm-hmm. Well, Booster Gold is just fun in general. Yeah. <laughs> so next up. We have Batgirl number 19. When a blizzard hits Gotham City without warning, Batgirl must brave the bitter cold to discover the truth behind the storm. Is it, in, or is it an act of nature, or is it the penguin up to no good? Find out what it, in what promises to be a chilling metropolitan mystery for, for the ages. The art is done by Christian Wildgoose, and it's written by Hope Larson. It's interesting that we're getting Penguin in this. It's been a right. while since we've actually seen him do anything actually as a major character. Well, he was in a couple he, issues he of Batgirl. He shots here and there. Well, yeah, he was in Batgirl a couple. He was like their main villain for a hot second. Oh, okay. Then the son became a villain. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Uh, next one is Batman Beyond, issue number 16, The Long Payback, part three. Stalker has arrived in Neo-Gotham with one mission, bring down Batman. Terry will be pushed to his limits against an opponent with superior skills and training, and even Bruce Wayne may not be enough to help him. But this is a knockdown, drag-out fight you won't want to miss, plus learn who's been hiring Gotham City's underworld elite to bring down the Bat. Art is done by Andrew, um, yeah, Edine Parks, uh, Phil Hester, and written by Dan Jurgens. 
Okay. And this is interesting because they're talking about how um, Bruce may not be the one to be able to help him. Well, we have seen a lot of teases recently in Batman Beyond of little Matt being possibly looking into Had to be being Robin. Robin. Yeah. He's been watching the Damien's training videos from back in the day. He's been checking out all the Robin gear. Mm-hmm. And it, you can almost see maybe Bruce is um, allowing him to see certain things. Wait, so Unlocking he has things. the father figure being Bruce, but he's also now a new Batman and Robin. We already have our, um, I was about to say Overwatch, Oracle. Yeah, we have Max actually taking an Oracle type role sometimes. Yeah, right now she Bruce needs is to. still doing the Oracle. Yeah, role. but if needed, yeah. she'll be the smart one, that, the computer hacker that always calls. On. It's gonna be interesting to see where this goes. They're finally moving ahead with some of this. Yeah. these things. Well, next up we get um, Blue Beetle number seventeen. Now this, this is the last know, is one. This the last one, or do we have one more? We may have it says one finale. More. Uh, it does. Because what Supergirl, or I keep saying Supergirl, Superwoman was issue number 17. Yeah, that was the last this, one, right? This is supposed to be the last one, I believe. We'll find out, though. Um, it says, Road to Nowhere finale. Blue Beetle faces off against the deadly stopwatch, a man who uses time as a weapon to pull threats from the future and age the scarab to, into dust. While Jaime fights for his life, his friends are left to fight for their own against stopwatch's unhinged minions, the short timers. Short timers. Mm-mm-mm. This may be the actual final issue. I, I believe. think it is. The art is done by Scott Collins and it's written by no Chris Cibola. No, Cibola. there's another one coming out. Okay, so that'll be the final issue then. I wonder what, what the title. I'm just clicking on it so I can see. But yeah, click on it and see. That could be the final issue. I don't know. We know Blue Beetle is coming to an end. So that's where his final exam. Yeah, I see so. Yeah, well, I, think they, that, I think that's it because that's after 18. I don't see any more. They usually go at least a good three months. Okay, these three issues ahead. I might so, be wrong, but I think looks that's like we it. have two. As of right now, it looks like two issues of um, Blue Blue Beetle left. Oh. Um, next one is Detective Comics issue number nine hundred and seventy-three. This character is one we know was oh, going to be. Oh, whoops! Yeah, I think. We're oh, you're on the wrong one. I see one, two, three. I thought we were okay. going in order here. I thought we were too, but I guess yeah. the order was off. Go ahead with Detective. We'll okay. get to this one in a minute. Um, fall of Batman finale with the team in disarray and facing their most powerful adversaries yet. Batwoman must take a uh, critical battlefield choice. One of the power, one of the power to sh- uh, shatter everything Batman has built. You'll be taking this issue, talking, talking about. about this issue for years to come. Uh, art done by Joe Bennett and written by James Tinian the Fourth. Um, yeah, this like Clayface has went a little yeah. back to being well, Clayface. Yeah, it's remember it's Anarchy and um, the what, what's it called the first victim. Have been um, manipulating a lot of oh, things man, behind the scenes. Oh man, they've still been doing that. Okay. So, um, the next one that I have on the list is Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number thirty-seven. And what we what was I saying about Zod being everywhere? Yeah, he's seriously well, in we three issues now. Next week, Power of Zod Part One. After a recent battle with Superman in Action Comics, General Zod recovers as he takes control of a small under or undeveloped world. When Hal Jordan investigates. It sets the course for a confrontation between the Kryptonian warrior and the Corps' bravest and brightest lanterns. Hmm. And that's lanterns plural, so. They, he may be back with Kyle and everybody else all still running together. Okay, but they, they might need all them takedowns on. Yeah. Well, we have art by Jordi Tarragona and Rafa Sandoval and is written by Robert Venditti. Mine's loaded up. There we go. <clears throat> Next one is Just Leave America, issue number 23, Queen of Fables, part 2. The Queen of Fables have begun granting wishes of everyone across the globe, and with each wish granted, her powers grow greater. The Justice League are now found uh, has found 
uh, to police people dangerous wishes while one of their own, Killer Frost has the greatest wish granted by the Queen. Yeah, oh, we saw that at the beginning of the last one. Her mm-hmm. wish was to, to get have her powers, powers taken gone, away. Which is weird to see mm-hmm. her not have the powers. Uh, written, uh, art done by uh, Daniel uh, Henriquez. Henriquez and uh, Neil Edwards and is written by Steve Orlando. Okay. Next up, we get Suicide Squad number 34, the Chosen Wan finale. <laughs> With Harley, Deadshot, and Croc out of commission, one last convict stands between the bloodthirsty alien armada and the annihilation of the human race. Wan. <laughs> uh, but what hope does a petty criminal have against such an unstoppable force? Art done by Fernando Passarin, and it's written by Simon Spurrier. Now this one's going to be one, one of my favorites. I, this I want signed and autographed by him. Yeah. <laughs> um, this next issue, issue is Teen Titans issue number 16. This is the one we've actually been waiting for, yes. Mm-hmm. An unseen villain has taken over the citizens of San Francisco with one target in mind, Starfire. Can Corey uh, and her teammates figure out the figure out a cure for this uh, message? Uh, sorry, figure out a cure for this uh, message before for the masses. For the masses, thank you. They before they lose control of their minds and their bodies forever. Find out in this one-shot epic written by comic legend Marv Wolfman. That is aw- it's awesome to see w- Wolfman writing Starfire. And the art for this is also uh, Trevor Scott and uh, Tom Denrick. Yeah, I've, he's coming back. He's yeah, well, you got to think. The team that he was writing for was Starfire. Beast, Beast Boy, Boy is on the team. Kid Flash, Flash I think, was, was on, on the team. team too. Aqualad was on the team, but these are different Kid Flash and Aqualad, mm-hmm. but it's still Kid Flash and Aqualad. And Raven. And there is a Robin on the team, even though it's not the Robin, Robin he knows. Robin used to, so he still can get the personality But this still has all similar. the teams that he, um, all the characters he was writing before, just the new versions of them. So yeah, this is Marv Wolfman's return for a one-shot. I wish it was for long. I wish he had like a whole uh, little story arc for himself. Yeah. Well, this one, I didn't oh. realize this was coming up. I didn't, yeah, I didn't. I was like, oh, wow. Came here faster than what we thought. We have the See Flash did number 39, <laughs> which is the 700th <laughs> Flash comic book. Yes. Uh, we just had Wonder Flash Woman's has had all kinds of restarts year. and stuff, but Flash comics, this is the 700th book of the Flash. And Wonder Woman's was uh, late last year. Yeah. So this well, is going to be a, another big book coming out. This is the Perfect Storm Part 1, and this is an oversized, but it's a, still the standard price for even though it's an oversized mm-hmm. issue. Um, wait, no. Let me see. That's I'm, I'm just seeing that wrong. Oversized. I was looking at the number. No, it is a little oversized. Cool. It's always fun when they do that. Well, in the in the 700th tale of the Flash, Barry Allen wants to make amends to the people he's hurt, but Gorilla Grodd has other plans. If Grodd's shocking attack on Central City wasn't enough, the um the reason why, or yeah, if if Grodd's shocking attack on Central City wasn't enough. The reason why and how it connects to everything the Flash has faced since the Speed Force storm will rock our hero to the core oh, and boy. change everything he thought he knew. That he thought he knew. Mm. Well, so that is written, or the art is done by Carmine, Carmine DG, the, D. Gian Domenico, and is written by Joshua Williamson. This one would have been fun if they they won't do it, but I was I always loved Mark Wade on Flash. Yeah, it'd have been cool to see Mark Wade back. step in to do this one. But hey, we got Grob back. Yeah. But I think Wade has an exclusive with Marvel right now. Um, this next one is Hellblazer issue number 18, the Bardo score finale. John Constantine's latest foray into detective work is getting uglier every moment. Bodies are falling, there's a gun pointed at him, and the stupid grin on his face is running, uh, ruining this studied air of uh, uh, 
dis- detached, detached cool. cool. Um, can he con his way out of this one? Art is done by um, Jose uh, Martinez Jr. Marzan. Marzan Jr. Uh, David uh, Farby David and... David Fabry? David Fabry. That's the way I would read that. And written by uh, <laughs> Richard uh, Kedra. Kadri, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Next up, we have two books left. The first of those two is Wonder Woman number 39, Swan Song Part 2. While Wonder Woman reckons with the savage descent of the young woman she put her faith in, her brother Jason is left wondering if Wonder Woman will always be there for him, or if a similar fate awaits him. And Steve Trevor hasn't given up on the trail of Darkseid and and Grail. Unfortunately for him, it's put him face-to-face with the female Furies. Oh boy. Art is done by Emanuela Lupacino, and it's written by James Robinson. The Furies are coming back. Yes. Um, this has been the book that's been bringing back Darkseid Dark and yeah. everybody else. It's going to so. keep going on. It's like six issues for this, because uh, I think it might end at issue number 44. Okay. Um, well, th- we have one book left. Yes, and this is the one that, man, I, this has been a long time coming. It's like 20 years in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, Doomsday Clock, issue number three. The story takes a turn uh, in the third chapter of the 12-issue miniseries, Never Thought You'd See, from writer Jeff Johns and artist Gray Frank. Wow, they give you a whole lot of information there, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> very uh, little. Yeah. I don't want to spoil too much, although I will say the next issue, uh, number four, is Pancakes with a Rorschach uh, syrup on it. That's the cover for it, yes. So I can't wait for issue number four. Here is a, like a beer can being thrown against a wall or floor, and it's interesting mm-hmm. oh no that's a gin that's a gin that's a gin breaking. bottle hmm. so but that also brings us maybe this will dive a little bit into comedian's backstory I'm it's possible well all these characters are going to be added to the main dc universe yeah and um the way i was hearing it described on that youtube channel last week was how it looks like where this ends is going to be in the future of where dc's <laughs> at now so dc will get catch up to the events of this Once by the time this story because this is going to be going on for a yeah, while there's a lot of stuff that they've referenced in here that um like that superman or um, was it Superman theory or something like that, or Batman theory that they've talked about in this, where people, um, I don't remember what it was. I have to go think. back and read. Okay, I'm trying to think. I've heard that before, but I'm trying to like, yeah. what is that? None of that has happened in the books yet. Okay. So, it's something we will see in the future, obviously. All right. So, but that brings us to the end of the show, I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was some great news, a lot of stuff happening this week. New titles, uh, all the TV shows coming back. Um, now, as we're recording, the Supergirl's on tonight. Yes. So we're definitely going to have to see that uh, for, probably first thing tomorrow. Since no, neither one of us have cable, yeah, we're we going to have to wait the next the day. day. So all the shows are coming. I can't. I think Kid Flash is going to be fun on Legends. Allow him to just be – we actually may see Wally West that we remember from the comic books back in the day. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait for this. I'm – I don't know. Having a Legends just everything, the Flash is what's going to happen in Flash War, the trial of the Flash right now. I don't know. Just I feel like uh, Flash is being a little looked over. I feel like there's so much going on right now in the yeah. DC world. But Flash seems to always be a mainstay that something interesting is going on. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot, looking, like I said, looking forward to. Issue 1000 of um, action comes in less than two months at this point. Yeah, that's crazy. So... But, Vern, why don't you let everybody know how they can find us? Guys, you can find... First of all, you can find us on our own website, dcsuperpowers.com. And there you can find videos. You can find our sponsor. You can find links to these Facebook videos. You can find a link to our podcast. Well, Uh, and then, if, like you said, you can find our sponsors. If you go to the sponsor page, 
at the DC um, DCSuperpowers.com, you'll find links to four different friends of ours. We have superhero stuff where all your superhero and comic book um, swag needs. Yes. We have gym superheroes, which is all your, it's like Under Armour type shirts, yeah. but all in superhero and comic book themes. And if you want to walk into the gym looking like a superhero, you know where to go. That's right. You can go to Sideshow Collectibles. Uh, our guilty pleasure that we would love to be able to afford at some point. Oh, but I would love to. Sideshow Collectibles is, is the place to get your best... Um, Realistic. Best, best looking, detail. Most realistic statues and um, figures and things like that. And then the last one we have on there was um, Things from Another World. Yes. Which is a great source for uh, a lot of your trades. And a lot of the trades they have either discounted or they have brand like, new scratch and dent, which may have a crease in the cover or something on your trade. And they'll mark that down 50 to 75%. So um, also you can hit our gear, the gear tab on there. And get t-shirts. Yeah. We have t-shirts, bags, mugs, all kinds of different things with the DC Superpowers podcast logo on it. Um, and from there, uh, you have oh, social media. Social media, yes. You can find us on our social media at uh, DC Superpowers Podcast for Instagram and Facebook. And we are at Superpowers DC on Twitter. And you can find my personal usage. I go on Facebook. I'm Vernon McWayne Moore. Twitter, be yellow, and I am Howl Not Wolf on Instagram. You can find my partner Ken on his. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at GW1Ken. On Facebook, I'm Ken Rose. Uh, you can also find us at the networks of the Tangibound Network at tangiboundnetwork.com and our other network at WeebyGeeks at WeebyGeeksPC.com. You can also email us. Yes. DC Superpowers Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and like we said, all that information can also be found on the website, www.dcsuperpowers.com. Yep. And from there, Vernon, thank you for hanging out with us this week. Always fun, always fun. And we'll see you next week. And we're going to have a lot to talk about next week, guys. Oh, yeah. So, Super Friends, join us again next week for all the news, reviews, and previews from around the multiverse. And for now, we'll say see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>